and welcome to the 99th episode of the Pretty Little Podcast. Dare I say the penultimate episode? Well, no, because it's not. It's the penultimate to the first hundred. <laughs> That's kind of eerie. I would say um, it's the penultimate to the first hundred, but not the last hundred. Okay, anyway, I'm Caroline. Uh, it's all wrong now. I'm Phoebe. We're going to be recapping season four, episode 17 of Pretty Little Liars called Bite Your Tongue. This was a good episode. Bite. I think that this, the last, this last like 10 episode stretch, I guess it's not 10. I don't remember how many episodes are in this season, but the the last, however many episodes of the season are pretty good. At least compared to what we were getting. I'm just glad that finally because every day when i google you know photos of fucking hannah Marin and the pretty little liars cast every day when i google that i get this picture of hannah her eyes are so wide and she's holding tweezers and there's something in the tweezers and i'm like what the hell is this from well it's from this episode i kind of thought that this I found already out- happened i like I- Obviously, no, now that it didn't. But in my head, I was like, didn't I, I always think that this happens when she initially works in the dentist's office. That would be office. actually psychotic, Phoebe, because that's like the first five episodes. So if this shit was already happening, I think the show would have had kind of a different trajectory. Like, we had to kind of build up to this. I mean, I would say that there was still some pretty significant stuff happening in the first season. In the first five episodes? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean like Hannah, Hannah did. Things have gotten significantly darker. This is without a question. And I don't think you're a reliable narrator because you've watched it so many times. It's all blurring together. And this is exactly my point. You don't even freaking know when this happened. Right. You, you can't keep your story straight. It's just hard to trust you in a conversation. Um... I have had a great week. I am in the middle of Georgia. Um, Last Friday, I literally had, if I, I couldn't have written a more perfect evening for myself. I was here. I got off work. I went to go pick up Mellow Mushroom Pizza. The person that worked there said, that she liked my shirt and then i told her my name and she said wow pretty shirt pretty name pretty girl and i was like oh my god is this what it feels like to be a worldwide celebrity like we are and kind of exactly and then i came back here and i watched all of us strangers which actually was the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Um, but it was it was great. And then I watched... You are literally obsessed with watching the most depressing movie anyone's ever seen and then being like, I can't believe how depressing this was. And it's like, well, I can because every movie you choose makes people want to go to sleep for a long time. Well, I didn't realize... How, I knew it would be sad, but I didn't. I didn't quite foresee um quite how how tough it would be and anyway um then after that to kind of cleanse my palate i watched the film thanksgiving 
And let me tell you guys, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Because it's kind of giving, like, a bad version of, like, Fear Street. I don't even want to really put them in the same category. But they are, like... It's like a, it's just like a stupid slasher movie that's like kind of ridiculous. And Patrick Dempsey's in it. I really thought you were going to like watch something funny. This was though. To cleanse the palate. This was. It was like, it was one of those movies that was like so, so outlandish and stupid that you almost like couldn't be scared of it when you went to bed. You know what I mean? Mm, um, yeah. Addison Ray is in it as well as Patrick Dempsey, like I said. And I, like, was watching it, and I was, like, already thinking about what I was going to rate it on Letterboxd. And then when I got to the end, I was like, wait, I actually think I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was just so ridiculous. You almost couldn't believe it. And I love horror movies that are like that, that aren't, they don't take themselves so seriously. Was it intentional? Or, like, like, are they in on the joke? It seemed that way. It wasn't, like, a self-aware horror movie. It wasn't, like... And I, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the scary movie movies. I think yeah. that humor's not for me. It wasn't like that, though, where it was, like, oh, we're in a horror movie. The characters were still, like, in it, but it was, like, an unbelievable movie. So I I would recommend. That's sort of how I felt about Madam Web. Which I saw this weekend, and if you're on the Patreon, you already know, because I messaged you all letting you know that, like, it's so bad, but I'll probably see it again, because here's the deal. Like, I really did expect more from Dakota Johnson. Like, I really did. I expected her to be cool. Her whole thing is, like, she's cool, and I just was, like... (laughs) this not is not giving it. cool uh, what i just like i guys i'm really like sorry i'm going through a phase i guess <laughs> just, <laughs> wait like, a second wait a second wait a second what just happened that what did i just trigger I know it's not you. Oh my god, please! Well, no, wish. it's just that I no, said something. I just got a disturbing text. I got a disturbing text. Oh, and I just need to turn my phone on. Do not disturb when I'm recording the pod. I was saying this to mom. How funny! Okay, so today, so like, you know, the episode goes out last week, and I was kind of having a bit of a moment. Even though I thought and, it was a pretty good um, episode, y'all let us know. I thought it was pretty good. I was laughing. Yeah, I was, like, trying so hard not to be mortified by, like, what I knew was coming. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh, my God. And then afterwards, I was, like, trying to be not mortified about what I had just heard. Why was it mortifying? Um, Because it's just, like, I I still feel weird talking about that shit. Talking about, like... That's fair. Mental health stuff. And I was like not in a good space last week and still kind of like crawling out of the hole a little bit. Like I'm fine, but it just was, you know, not a great week. And I was telling mom today, like it's so hard sometimes when like there are things going on in your life or you're having a bad day or whatever. Like 
Now imagine sitting down with your sister. And typically, like, when you're with family, like, these things just kind of, like, find a way into the conversation. Um, So you sit down with your sister, but there were also... There's microphones and your conversations being recorded and a bunch of people are going to listen to it. Millions. And you're not thinking about that as much. Millions. You're not thinking that as much in the moment because, again, you just start kind of talking to your sister and then you have that moment of, oh, my God, there are receipts. And so it's just it's but I mean, joking aside, it's just hard not to let like real life seep into the conversation sometimes but guys we are real we are real though mom goes you're only human i was like (laughs) you know what good point i spend so much of my life like trying to defy humanity uh, what is possible (laughs) yeah and um and then ultimately at the end of the day i cannot i cannot defy it uh well next week we'll be releasing merch phoebe and caroline merch caroline's is going to say i'm only human and mine will say (laughs) hotness corrupts mine should actually say the woman in the mirror (laughs) caroline called (laughs) well so i was like that is literally i think i said this last week but that is the sequel to j-lo's feature film yeah the woman in the mirror oh my god totally last week I went on like a 10 minute tangent about my opinions about JLo and thank God I took it out because I listened to Lost Culture Recess today and I don't think I fully understood what a her impact what a pillar of culture she is <laughs> and, and I'm just glad that I didn't keep all that in. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't either because I do think I called you on it. I think you d- I didn't say anything like that crazy. I was just she like, said though the most crazy thing that sticks out to me that I remember you saying was that she like doesn't have hits. And that I think, was I do crazy. think it's kind of generational. <laughs> no, I think that it was that her her music sometimes is underwhelming to me. Okay, but then you listen to Last College and you were like, oh my God, wait, hit after hit after hit. And I didn't even really realize well, these were Well, it's just so much that I like didn't... It wasn't that. It was just that like I was realizing the f- the cultural figure of J-Lo is so much yeah. more than I think that a lot of people, maybe my generation, understand. It's really a shame that you were born when you were born because like there really was such a golden age of celebrity and tabloids and like just there was like a there was like a griminess to it that isn't there now like now people are calling the paps but Mm. like i mean and they probably were before too but it just felt a little bit like seedier and like the information was a little bit like it was not definitely wasn't vetted and it also wasn't like pc like they were like they would say fucking anything and i feel like it's such an iconic time to have like grown up as i did being too young to understand or for it to be appropriate for me to read these magazines but like wishing the line in the grocery store was longer so that i could read the magazines (laughs) or at least the covers like covered that's why i started reading so fast i guess that's how i learned how to read Meanwhile, so fast, caroline, I had to caroline is still trying trying desperately to convince our parents that she doesn't know how to read just so she she's like i'm just looking at the pictures yeah so but like where i just i mean a tabloid mag was like 
currency. It was like gold to me growing up. And I feel like you experienced some of that, but you were a lot younger than I was. So it's like, cause yeah. I had it from like age seven to like age 18, I feel like. And it, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just like, I loved it. Oh my God. I loved magazines and anyway so anyway um what did but yeah but jayla was like a such a big part of that oh so mom responded to she never in her life responds to our episodes on spotify so like on spotify you guys can say what you thought of the episode Wait, yeah because i was totally con- i don't think i saw that i was confused when she texted us today and was Me like too. my comment I was, was before yeah go so, so the comment is like, well, I loved this episode. And it's like all these hearts about how this episode is like so great. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm in my head like, okay, because I was a little bit like worried about her listening to it because I was like, oh, great. Like I I had been trying not to talk to her about everything because I just didn't want to like deal with it as we discussed. So I was a little bit like not looking forward to her hearing it. I was like, maybe she won't get there that far. Um, and then she did, much to my chagrin, and but she responded about how much she loved the episode before she got to that part. And then I'm imagining her getting to that part. I mean, like, what have I done? Because yeah. I get a text from her, like, goo, I just listened. Like, how are you? And then she texted me and Phoebe and was like, I put that comment before I got to Sissy's rotation. I love you girls. She's like, Goose, I will always sit with you at lunch. I love you, Goo. <laughs> okay, mom and dad want to take care of something so bad. Um, they have two and dogs. I, and I I love it. Well, not them. Um, <laughs> I came upstairs yesterday after teaching and mom and dad are sitting at the counter next to each other. Um, which, you know, they would roast a couple for doing in a restaurant, but okay. Um, sitting next to each other at the bar and they've got like a big, um, like, you know, wooden board, like charcuterie board kind of thing, but it's got quesadillas. Dad had made quesadillas on the Blackstone, a bunch of different kinds. So they're sitting there together with their little quesadilla, (laughs) like spread out. And they're about finished. And mom's like, Goo, are you hungry? Goo, you should take this. Goo, let's take it. And then, um, and then do you need sour cream? And so I could put a little, make a little, you know, thing of sour cream if you need all the fixing. Like, it's just so cute. So then I ended up taking some. She tried to get me to take more like five times. I was like, I'm good. I am good. Like, I'm just going to take this. Whatever. And then dad like walks by me and just like, scratches my shoulder like i know i was like wait where i like i like scream <laughs> alternate <laughs> like, alternate universe yeah i do what emily does in this episode like when Coraline goes into the other wherever yes, i have so never like, fully oh, seen the film but that's what i imagine yeah. happened um yeah i look at dad as eyes are buttons <laughs> yeah so then mom's like talking about how because i just was I was lamenting to mom about how admin is so hard for me sometimes and like and I just won't do it like I just won't do it so I'm I know I will not schedule my doctor's appointments um (laughs) and part of that for some doctors is because maybe when you call them they're so fucking mean to you that you start crying but for some of them it's just that I just can't I don't have the time to pick up the phone I don't want to I can't do it whatever I mean, I could, but it's just 
it causes me undue stress. So mom was like, goo, I will make all your doctor's <laughs> appointments for you. If you send me your insurance and you send me your calendar and you send me, th- and I will make them for, I would be happy to do that. Oh my God. I would do that <laughs> That's for like, you. I'm about to call mom right now and say, hey, oh my God. this, this, and this. <laughs> I was like, I'm listening to this. I'm like, mom, you don't need to make my appointments. And dad's like, Georgia. Like he's like, <laughs> and she goes, well, admin, admin is difficult for her. So I'm just saying I would be and happy mom to help. lives for admin. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did mom just like accept that I said admin's difficult for me? She's like, admin's difficult for her. I'm like, since when was that an acceptable thing to say? <laughs> and then, then she's like talking about how, because we were talking about merch and like whatever how you know guys do you want merch do you want merch with that pic of me on it that pic of me in the cheetah print hat <laughs> uh Drop mom a line. has some ready to go Drop a line because i think i want that shirt i think i want that shirt and i'm gonna <laughs> wear it out and people will be like who is that on your shirt and be like someone really famous me guess. myself and us <laughs> guess and everybody's everybody's gonna be like scarlett johansson they're gonna be like florence Pugh. (laughs) (laughs) they see it in the nose (laughs) you know like it's something about the nose it's almost like um never mind (laughs) um but then mom's like talking to so we're talking about merch and she was like trying to help me think of ways that like we could make it more profitable and i'm like i just i don't that's fine the way it is like it's fine it's fine it's fine and she's like, what if you just like ordered in bulk a bunch of small things like keychains, stickers, all this stuff. And, and I was like, mom, no, because I won't send it out. I won't do it. And neither will Phoebe. And I will not do that. I will not. I can't even like return stuff that like I would like get money back. I like can't even do that. What makes you think I'm going to send out packages? I have to do it through a third party. And mom was like, well, goo. I would be so happy to do that for you. I could, I could, I, I would love it. Writing the little addresses and I could write a little note. Everyone could come with like a little memory about you or Phoebe and that could be part of it. You could say, oh, and, you're, and I was like, mom, you packaging it might be enough of a draw. And she's like, I'm just, I would love to do it. I would be so, and you know, I'm great at that. I could ship them all out. <laughs> So mom wants to be on the payroll. Thank okay, God she's our begging. mom is like this and not like the um, pop apologists mom who, <laughs> who called their <laughs> podcast literally so embarrassing. <laughs> it's honestly a miracle. It's a miracle. I think it's because mom. Well, you know what? I don't get it. I actually don't get it. But I think that the pop apologists mom should also be. Yeah, especially them. They just paid for a trip to like the beach. <laughs> Really? Isn't that where they just are like not just, but I haven't like been listening. To, no, no, no. I didn't. I posted about this like months ago, so it wasn't. It didn't just oh. happen. But like when they hit okay. three million listens, they like took themselves on like a really nice trip. Wow, we should do that. Let's go to Park City, Utah. <laughs> Wait! Oh my God! When I was dude, I'm dying to. When I we went to dinner. So this weekend I went into Atlanta to see my grandparents and a bunch of my other family. Wait, really quick, really Shout quick, really quick, really quick. Do you think G Daddy meant to Facetime me just now? Just now. <laughs> No. It rang for about three and then stopped. No, probably not. Should I have answered? <laughs> I don't know that he knows like, that FaceTime is an option. On I his was like, phone. I 
I can't. And I'm like, what could possibly be happening? Like, Phoebe's not there. Do you hear something crazy? Yeah. Next Saturday, I'm doing a 5K. <laughs> wait, what? Don't you have to train? Oh, my God. Is this Liney's influence? No, I wait, can't. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Liney on blast right now. So my lovely oh my God, Julie texted me and was like, she really wanted me to stay another week. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Don't have to tell me <laughs> twice. You're like, hmm, I guess. Hmm, I'll think about it. <laughs> and um, she was like, also, no pressure, but we're doing this 5K next Saturday. And we, you can do it. And you should ask Liney if she wants to do it. And I was like, okay. Did Liney say no? Wait, this is crazy. <laughs> I was like, Liney, would you want to do the the 5k with us and she guys goes, just so you know liney is like famously v- a very avid marathon runner yeah. and she'll tell you about mm-hmm. it if you <laughs> talk to her for a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be mad we're gonna get a text about our bullies liney it's, it's all, all love. in good fun it's all love. um and she goes no it's just that it's just that i was like you don't i don't want you to feel like you have to i know i just kind of like sprung this on you and she was like, no, it's just that. Um, and you're like, it was sprung on me, but I just have to be in shape. <laughs> <She goes. laughs> it's just that like sometimes it's just a 5K is sometimes too short. I'm sorry. That's giving the same energy as today. Kelly told me someone she knows goes. Uh, I just cannot eat milk chocolate. I just cannot <laughs> eat milk chocolate. I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And that same person was also like, I, uh, I just don't like vanilla extract. I mean, like pure vanilla. Bitch, you cannot tell the difference. <laughs> and if you can. So anyway, same vibe. That's weird. And she was like, yeah. But okay, Liney's, I do feel like I have to give her a little opportunity for vindication because she did explain what she meant. She's well, because she truly does run marathons. So she said, five k's are only like three miles. So your the speed of your of your five k actually does matter because the oh. allotted time to do it is so much shorter. But with like a marathon or like even like a ten k, it was like you can kind of like you can take your own pace and like you don't really have to worry mm. about time running out. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, that makes sense. But I need you <laughs> to understand that's actually that it's so much funnier for me to retell the story as though you yeah. will only run like, races uh, that are uh, six miles and up. But <laughs> You're like, Lenny, stop, shut the fuck up. Stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. Um, I don't want to include that when I talk about this in the podcast, okay? Thank you. Um, um, no, but that is a really, and that's actually very, like, that, isn't on brand for our whole family like that response i'm like yeah okay and i think that Got I'm it. i thought you were gonna be like she just like once she's in the yeah. zone she's yeah, just yeah. like she, she has to keep going. going just to run exactly i think that i'm gonna wear the t-shirt that i was gifted at the restaurant um the other week gifted do you remember my story i don't know if this is actually like i don't want people to get mad or jealous but yes, the manager of a restaurant did come up to me with a free T-shirt to offer me. And she oh. said, um, here's a medium. I thought that might work. You can go up or down. And I said, <laughs> you know, I actually don't think you have anything small enough. So You said, I'll how far down? <laughs> how far down can I go? <laughs> because if you can't go down to like a triple X, S, 
then mm, I'm just going to keep the beauty. Like, okay, if I'm, it's like, I'll be swimming if I, in if it, If you want me fine. to be completely happy, if you want me to be completely happy in, in a shirt that actually fits me, <laughs> it's going to have to be like a quintuple. Yeah. S. It's like, uh, this but I understand that's unusual. I looked I at believe it. Believe me, I have to deal with it all I the time. It, I took it out of the so bag. So I'll take a triple XS. I took it, I took it out of the bag and I said, well, it'll be a good sleep shirt. <laughs> well, I'm going to absolutely be swimming in it, but maybe I'll just give it to my kid as a cover-up one day. Uh, this will be my kid's art shirt. I don't have a kid yet. I'll also wear it, I'll wear it when I'm pregnant because it'll fit. <laughs> anyway, that's all in good fun. I thought it was actually the highest compliment someone could ever possibly give me to hand me a medium shirt and think that it fits. And then about a week after that, I did step on the scale and realized <laughs> I should have just lived in that world for maybe a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're so brave for sharing all of this. Because I don't want anyone to know if I have like a real body and if, I, if I've ever been on a scale or if I even know what one is. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like it, real, <laughs> real and raw. You are being so relatable. You're Thanks. being so relatable it's because right I've now, been which is unusual. Cat and Pat, like... I actually was just going to say, I can tell from your whole vibe <laughs> that you've been on a cat and pat and bed. I, <laughs> I do think that like when I listen to them, I'm a lot more honest, like with and with myself and about myself. So, mm-hmm. well, that's good. Pretty soon I'm going to start laughing like that. More like often. that. I'm going to start being like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so funny. Um, well, you know, you told your story about how the person of Mellow Mushroom called you pretty. Uh-huh. And I just am going to, I'm just going to follow that up with, I did go to McDonald's the other day because it was, I don't know why, but I did go there. And we need to take the judgment I, out of McDonald's here. You're right. Here, you're I'm right. going to take a stand because I have actually a couple of reasons. Number First one. First of all, their Diet Coke slaps. That's what it is. I hate that there's one McDonald's in Mount Lebanon, PA. And my car happens. It's not in Mount Lebanon, bitch. I know. I know. You know that you can't have a fast food restaurant Subway. In Mount Subway got away with it. Jesus. Anyway, they got away with a lot more than just that. <laughs> There's like one <laughs> McDonald's, like kind of in our city limits. It's not technically there, but it's like the only one that you would go in to. in our city limits. In our city limits, baby. Um, and I just hate that. Like for me. There's a there's a purple T-Rex sticker actually on the back of my car. So the car is pretty recognizable. And I just hate that every time I pull into McDonald's, I'm like, I don't want anyone to see me. And it's like, why? I'm always like, it's God like, damn it. I got to turn off, find my friends. <laughs> it's like, okay. Turn that shit as off. As soon as I leave this parking lot, I have to have a siren on my car that's saying, I just got a Diet Coke. I just got a Diet Coke. <laughs> I know. Like, I got to pull the megaphone out of the back <laughs> seat, put it out the I'm window, like, and be like, the it's drink. a $1 large Diet Coke. <laughs> Wendy's has the freestyle machines, and it's just not cutting it. <laughs> and it really isn't. But I mean, it really also, isn't. Like, There's a Wendy's, I, you know, right down the street from me. I won't go there to no, get a Diet Like, No way. If I'm like, it depends on, like, what I'm really looking for. Like, what do I need from this? And if it is Diet Coke that does taste like it, Electric you know, it's fresh squeezed. Yeah, then... Then that's when I I'm gonna drive the extra ten minutes Dude, your to life, McDonald's. I just am. Your life is gonna be. And I will say, actually, this this honestly just proves that you just said even more. Because now I'm like imagining the taste of a Brugger's Diet Coke 
and they do different things. Oh my things. god, dude. Brugger's is coming back. That's what I'm saying. Soon. I was just about to say your life's about to get so much better and it is, but I, I still think that there's a time and a place for a Brugger's Diet Coke and there's a time and a place for a McDonald's Diet Coke. They don't do the same thing yeah, for they, me. It's true. Like picture this, picture me mm-hmm. and your green Honda Civic. And my green Honda Civic named Margot, and I'm getting a toasted, thinly sliced blueberry bagel with butter and a large Diet Coke with a bottomless mug. And and life was just simpler. Okay. Dude. Anyway, um, so Phoebe, can you... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. My phone is perilously close to death. So I did send you what everybody sent us to chat about. Um, one thing someone said was, have you guys talked about the wilderness? Okay, I did see that yet? one. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, do you mean like, do you mean like, like outside? Like, do you mean like nature? Because no, we don't talk about that because we fucking hate it. And you know that. Yeah. If you've listened to us for five minutes, you know, we hate birds. We hate being uncomfortable, but hate being too hot, hate being too cold, mm-hmm. hate being wet. Um, yeah. Like don't like bugs at all. Don't like mud. I also hate like, don't this like when birds are thing. above me. Like, why do all these? Re- and I understand that it's cheaper, or I think that's why they do it. But like, I there's nothing worse than walking near or on pine straw. Yeah, yeah, because you don't really know what's under there. Yeah, and apparently cockroaches love to live under there. And Caroline's they definitely do. They allergic. sure do. And snakes. <gasps> And snake. I'm not deathly allergic. No, didn't I'm consider, just didn't consider, didn't consider the snakes. Sorry, sorry, Charlie. But do, do you know? Is there an alternate meaning to the wilderness? No, because I read it and I was like, yet. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like? Is it? Is there like a big comeback <laughs> like, happening? Hey, hey, buddy, never gonna happen. <laughs> um. Okay. When I say embarrassing story, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, how about this? What happened to me last night? <laughs> How about this? Well, how about this? Okay, what? How about this? Some, so yes, I'd say something comes to mind. Actually, a few things. Um, I'll tell you. So my night, I'm I'm hanging out on my phone, and we get a message I'm from a road warrior. I'm hanging out on my phone from a lawyer. From a road warrior. Oh my God. I was like, ah, my God, that story would have been way diff. I, and imagine I haven't told you, and I was on the phone with a lawyer last <laughs> the night. The podcast yeah, got know. a cease and desist, and Caroline is not telling me about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I just don't want to bother you with tree. it because honestly, what would you do? It's from tree pain. What would you do? 
What would you do about it? I'd, I'd sit Trey yeah, Payne down um, and we'd have a heart to heart, and she'd be like, you know what, Taylor, these girls aren't so bad. Tying her down. Do you know how fast she runs? <laughs> Probably like a cheetah. I mean, she's she runs on all she's four. Definitely not out here doing five Ks. No, Tree is down on all fours, running like a freaking bear. Yeah, she's doing Ironman competitions, not just marathons. Yeah. Anyway, so um, this listener is like, oh, I was watching Pretty Little Liars videos on YouTube, and oh my god, look what happened! And sends me a screen recording <laughs> of you know how it was just videos to <laughs> you, and. What do I want to realize it appear, but the thumbnail of me dressed as Wednesday Adams over 10 years ago in high school singing pulled from the Adams family at my high school cabaret. I fucking love that song. Uh, the part where like, I know, the drums so good, come in like, and she starts listing shit. Oh, it's so good. Puppy dogs and droopy faces. Guys, I was a junior in high school. Mm. And it's it's not my strongest vocal performance, but yes, this listener did watch. I it. loved it, and I remembered watching it live. I should go check and see if we got any new comments Guys, now because it's probably viral. What you all would do to have been in the room where it happened? <laughs> well, well, yeah, especially because that show started out with a little foreshadowing because it started out with nine to five. And Triple Trio did 9 to 5. And I decided that I thought it'd be really cool since I had the opening solo, of course, um, <laughs> that I would come out as Miley Stewart first. And we'd do a little, like, sweet niblets, whatever, before it started. Um, so we did do that. And it just <laughs> kind of shows my range. Because yeah. I started there. Mm-hmm. And then I did Wednesday. And then I was in Young Frankenstein. I was like, what can't she do? I did um, read in an interview um that jenna ortega did that she actually pulled from your performance a lot and that's kind of what that she kind of pulled from your performance a lot and that's like what catapulted her into the award season conversation for her role as wednesday yeah someone someone called me and told me that and i just never got around to reading it yet (laughs) um but then i was like thinking about the other videos that first of all first of all don't get me wrong no don't misunderstand me for one second i now know i'm famous <laughs> <laughs> wow this is the week of caroline and i being full out celebs full broadway no marking yes. celebs no for real it feels that way right now okay because why the hell is my high school video <laughs> popping up after pretty little liars road warrior Crack me if you're wrong, but for some reason, I think you live in the UK. <laughs> I think I'm like, she it's, does. it's a little bit wild. It makes zero sense, frankly. It makes zero sense. The, the, the video like, has 17 views. Like, I don't, and like, <laughs> 11 of them are my dad. Like, I'm so confused. And there, so Phoebe and I had just spoken about, like, did you guys all go search us on YouTube after we talked about it last week? And now it's like, we've seen a bump in activity. Like, well, what's dad, up? I need to go been log like, in. Dad's been, dad actually doesn't have any of our phone numbers. So he's just been like on the couch <laughs> and he's been looking at our statistics and he's like, Jeej, hun, we are blowing up. Have you seen up. this? The <laughs> girls are blowing up, but he won't say anything to us. And mom famously famously censored me on <laughs> facebook remember the curling iron uh, pics how could i forget the turmoil that that caused in our household mom opening the door of the shower she's like you're not a slut 
Because, <laughs> guys, my friend and I were Skyping, and she screenshotted photos of me putting curling iron in my mouth. <laughs> this next merch <laughs> drop is going to go crazy, and Caroline doesn't get to approve it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find and that picture somehow. <laughs> and I'm going to print She posted shirts them all on her Facebook. Are they still up? Hell no. She posted them on her Facebook when I was in the shower. So mom found them before I did. Mom called Mark Zuckerberg and said, hey, (laughs) take these down. She messaged the girl and was like, take these down. And like the girl was like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And I was in big trouble. On your friends. friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, there's just like, you know, it does. It turns out your mom's right. The Internet is forever. (laughs) And who knows, you might start a podcast one day and someone who listens to it might find a video of you in high school singing a song from the Addams Family in a mixed voice. You know, who knows? (laughs) In in a mix that's still very much being developed, okay? All right. Um, um, Does her web truly connect us all? I don't know what that means. Doesn't it mean Madam Web? Maybe. Oh, yeah. So anyway, the script was so bad and the acting was so bad. That's what I heard. <laughs> it didn't look like... T- I don't think Dakota Johnson wanted actually anything to do with it. The number of times Dakota Johnson was like, girl, get down. Get down, girl. <laughs> girl, get down. That was like the only line in the show was get I down. D- I did. I was obsessed with her press run, though. She doesn't know a thing well, about I'm the always film. obsessed with her... IRL. She doesn't know what she. Lit- they would. Uh, they were like, "Have you seen the movie yet?" And she's like, "Um, no. I mean, I'll see it sometime. I just like, I'm good right now." <laughs> but I'm also like, "Is this all just an act?" Because you still did that movie. I wonder how much she got paid, though. I know, but like, I'm like, Dakota, she is hey, like, girly. She is a confusing actress because she does. Why shit did you like do Fifty that? Shades? Why are you doing this? But you like act like this in real life. It's not. And then also, she's dating up. Chris Martin, which really still is one of the seven wonders of the world. How that's happening, and but then she also does really like. She's been in a few movies that I really loved and enjoyed, and she's like good in them. So I just don't understand her. Anyway, no, um, I don't either. Let me pull up the track list to Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, let's go through that. One of the questions was which of the liars would look best bald, and that's so easy. Shay Mitchell, Emily Fields. You think? I think Hannah. Who else? I think Hannah could pull it off. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Shay Mitchell has the the greatest face card. But she, and, um, she if might you don't be, have she might be a little too a angular face for, card. For you it. can't shave your head. Maybe a little too angular for it. No, that's why it would work for her, I think. I don't know. I mean, ideally none of them will be bald, so um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so Vivi said don't ask stupid <laughs> questions. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we have the <laughs> intro, parentheses, end of the world. So do you think the end of the world is her divorce? She didn't fucking act like it was the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I'm still like, did it even happen? <laughs> All right, what's next? And then we have to, bye. 
that's what she said about her divorce. Okay. <laughs> yes. Not end of the world. She said, bye. <laughs> Three is don't want to break up again. Okay. Then don't. Then don't. Or, then or maybe remember the vows you or took. Or maybe that's why they got a divorce. She's like, I don't want to break up again. Well, maybe he broke up with her. Oh, maybe. Then we have the Saturn returns interlude. Um, and I okay. is Saturn actually returning? Because Casey Musgraves also references Saturn returning in one of in her new yeah, single. Yeah, there this year, yes. And it, it's apparently, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, please don't come for me. But I'm pretty sure that yes, be, and then it's like only here once every like 18 years or something like uh, where it is what does that mean in the me? in the astrology sector i actually wrote it down in january so i'll go look out Allie it Weber, like drop a line um eternal sunshine why'd you call her ali weber ali Luber. do i know an ali weber why did i say that don't know you know a richard weber well, on your course. brain i've actually Shane been on mind? a gray's break while i've been here because i don't remember what episode i left off on um and mm. actually i realized during the bachelor i was like oh my god i can't watch the commercials because gray's oh, is it like all right now anyway um, yeah it's true but i do like miss i miss mare i miss i miss my girls oh um next is <laughs> but i found a new group of girls who we will address during my rotation six is supernatural which is so ari seven yeah. is true story well i bet this is gonna be like we were both broken up and <laughs> we were divorcing true story we go <laughs> yeah true story and then <laughs> yeah. the boy is mine that feels diabolical Wait, to this me. run here hey, this run here bitchy. is crazy this run here is crazy she yeah, goes from here she, on she goes true story <laughs> the boy is mine yes and you can have him though and then 10 is we can't be friends parentheses wait for your love i'm sorry one no you didn't wait for your love no you <laughs> didn't number two really i just i have such a hard time believing she really was like hanging out with even slater and she was like i can't just be your friend like i can't keep my hands off you that i'm sorry i'm not like body shaming i'm just like i'm not like it's just like drooling and it's just like it would be different if you weren't ariana grande yeah and it's like okay we can say maybe he's got a great personality he has a great personality for being the only straight guy on the set of Wicked. And it would also who, be different if he weren't married with a child. But also, I've seen him on red carpets. I've seen his interviews. What personality? What great personality? When that little does, smile. That, that, hate it. That one when he's like, um, we really just, like, we took such great care. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Why did you do that? Like, wh- hello? Um, uh, hey, Ari, did you see this? Because I have the <laughs> Do you? <laughs> and like, are her friends just like, Grody. like, what are they saying? Anyway, then we have, I wish I hated you. Then we have imperfect yeah. for you. Oh my God. And then ordinary things featuring Nona. So Michelle 
Hey girl. She texts me. She's like, I literally gasp every single time you say my name on the pod. I feel like an actual celebrity. Can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just looping you back in because I texted her and I was like, what do we think of the track list? And she was like, I'm really trying to be optimistic. Like I'm really, I'm, I really want to be excited. And like, I am excited. I'm so excited. I'm sure I'm going to dance my little booty off to the album, but I'm worried because I love her. Are you frozen? Guys, the thing is, it's impossible to tell if Phoebe's frozen because she she just doesn't talk. So it's like frozen or just being a bitch. (laughs) Not sure. I'm pretty sure this time she's frozen. Unless she's punking me. I don't like to be punked, Phoebe. Unless she's funking me. P-H-U-N-K. Okay, you know the Black Eyed Peas song? No, 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 don't funk with my heart. That song? Well, I always was like, I had seen the spelling of it, so I knew that it was don't funk with my heart. But then I'd like be in a store and I would hear them playing it and it would be don't mess with my heart. And I was like, well, it's not even a bad word. Do they not know that? Why are they doing this edited version? It's not a bad word. But of course it did sound like a bad word. And I guess that's part of it. So anyway, uh, Phoebe logged off of Zoom. So I guess the podcast is over before we even got to our 100th episode. Um, so first up on my dream rotation is Anne Hathaway. Um, I don't know if you saw the video that Charlie XCX posted of her fucking dancing at the club. But it's iconic. She's in the middle of a circle. She's it's wearing like, like a white. What? She's not in red, but the video is like red. Or is um, this a new video? This might be new. Well, then you should also. This I isn't the first video we have of her going crazy at the club. So you should look for. There's one from like, I don't remember when, but she is like. Yeah. She is the dream to go I out with. I think I've seen some stuff, but. This was also crazy because Charlie XCX posted it and said, go Anne <laughs> um, as the caption. And it's actually her real profile TikTok. All right. Next. Um, Maria from The Bachelor. I am loving her. Are you not? No, I am. Anyway, Maria on The Bachelor, I love her. I think she's really refreshing, really funny. I would love to see her as an ex-bachelorette. Um, yeah. And then um, Stephen A. Smith, he was in an interview, and Anthony showed this to me. And the question was, who would win in a fight, Ratatouille or Stuart Little? And it's like, The two pictures are up on the screen and he reads it, reads the question and he says, oh, that's easy. Ratatouille. (laughs) And he just keeps saying, Ratatouille is a street rat. He could fight blah, blah, blah. Ratatouille. I got my money on Ratatouille. And he's just like going on and on and on calling this rat Ratatouille. And it's so fucking funny. I laughed so hard. And so, yeah. So, also him. 
Caroline's had that video for a second. She's had that lined up. Well, I don't have anything good to talk about. So that I really had to like dig up something to put on my dream rotation. Number one on my rotation is Camille Grammer. Specifically in season one. I just started season two and she seems a lot more likable suddenly. Um, which is why number two on my list is Kelsey Grammer, um, just eternally. I think men are the worst and that man especially is pretty shitty. And that's taking a lot for me because I can't stand Camille, but somehow he made me sympathetic towards her. Lastly is Russell from Beverly Hills, who is Taylor's husband I don't think I've Ugh. ever met or seen a more unpleasant man in my entire life who Dude. makes me, uh, frankly, I mean, he is, I actually don't even think I can verbalize Do you know how what happens to him? Me. No. Do you know what happens to him? I don't know a thing, but what I did realize is that I think part of why there's something about the Real Housewives that is so comforting to me it like I re- especially this now that I'm watching Beverly Hills, it reminds me of like coming home after school and going mm-hmm. up to mom's room when she's like folding laundry, and yeah. like it's just on all day, and it's making me feel very like good inside except for all of the negativity that I guess that's being like spewed on my screen. It's very nostalgic, but dude, like. It's so much worse than you can imagine with Russell. Like, like you need to just like buckle the fuck up because it's about to get dark. Oh my God. Do you want me to tell you? No, 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 no. You know how I am. I mean, well, it's, it's all public knowledge. I know that it is, but like, so was, I I like that I was so out of the loop for these shows that now i can kind of watch i can watch like a 10 season show i know that i was like i don't want to watch beverly hills it feels like too much of a commitment but now that i've started it's like (laughs) what was i even saying i mean it's just so good it really is just so good and um yeah i think he it's he's only on like two or three seasons so uh yeah but anyway buckle up it gets fucking crazy anyway um all right well you're doing recap right yeah it's already done all right everybody here is the recap if you'll remember sticky fingers hannah stole Allie's diary from a's lair in ravenswood and this diary led the girls to it's filled with stories i should have said that it's filled with stories, not so much about Allison, but everybody she's ever met. Um, but there are some poems kind of about Allie's life. And one of them leads them to think that maybe she's hiding out at the Busy Bee Inn. So the girls go to check this place out. And Emily is driving and her car like powers down. <laughs> I don't really know how to really understand what really happened to it other than that it stopped working and wouldn't turn back on at the end of the episode we see like a hacked it um i don't know that that's 
real something that could happen in real life but um it happens here so then ezra this this recap was literally whiplash in a bottle because we go all over the place all at once so ezra told aria last episode that he was going to philly one day this also happens to be the day that she decided to break up with jake um which was a crazy decision we find out that that was an absolute lie because Jake sees um, Ezra, (laughs) like, laying into this woman and, like, literally hits her car and, like, yells at her as she drives away in the middle of Rosewood Times Square. And so Jake tells Arya, he's like, are you sure you really know this guy? I always wondered if maybe he was the one you were afraid of. That's my Jake impression. And so she decides she's going to confront Ezra. And so she's, like, waiting. She's having her, like lady in a movie moment and um she's like how was philly oh yeah how how was how was your friend all this stuff and then she goes jake saw you jake saw you today in rosewood freaking times square so he tells Arya that um the woman he was yelling at was maggie's lawyer and that he's fighting for some kind of rights since ezra's not a parent i don't understand how they're actual rights but he's fighting for like permission to see Malcolm and be in his life, I guess. So yeah. Hannah is, of course, as we know, in her bad girl era. But Killa Trav sees right through it. Hannah and Travis are like having like a pool table date in the middle of Hannah's foyer. Um and Hannah kisses Travis and he's like kind of weird about it, but then he's also kind of okay with it. Hottie alert seems like Hottie Holbrook is back because we're getting him in this freaking recap. Hottie Holbrook, uh, of course, was the officer who was looking into the murders of Garrett Reynolds and Detective Wilden. Um, Ezra, of course, as we know, showed Arya his uh, little hideaway. Um, this hideaway has no service conveniently and is literally just a cabin in the woods and he he says this can be our secret it's like really illegal um and everything so spencer while they were driving like this is what i'm saying guys why wasn't this paired with when we saw the car shut down why wasn't this i don't know the first thing that we saw because it's not chronological anyway Spencer was taking pictures in the car of some of the journal, which is good because um, after A hacked the mainframe of Emily's car, Arya's like, my uncle, he has a cabin around here. It's actually Ezra's cabin, so they're staying there. The girls, like, are trapped in the closet while Hannah and Emily are fighting outside, and A walks in and steals the diary. This is a problem because they've been, like, decoding the thing because Allie didn't um ali didn't use anybody's real names she had nicknames for everybody and yeah so basically what we're saying here is that the girls led a right to ali i guess i don't know um emily tells spencer that ali wants to meet her um but just her and spencer's like um that that doesn't sound right why would she just want to meet you and no way you're going alone 
Emily does go and sees Allie, who is all like, Em, I knew. I, I You're the only one I can trust. All that stuff, she says. Um, and... <laughs> This is a disaster. Um, <laughs> then uh, Emily's like, or Allie again is <laughs> like, I can only trust you. You're the only one that I can trust. You always were my favorite, whatever. All the classic lines. It doesn't really matter if that's true or not because that trust is, whatever trust Allie allegedly has in Emily is broken when Spencer decides to make a ton of noise and makes Allie run away. Emily is pissed. Didn't know we had it in her. She is so hashtag angry. And that's what you missed. Hope you could follow that. Um, because I sure didn't. But enjoy the app, everyone. Love you. All right. We start with Emily and Aria. And I guess they're having like a little date night. Um, and they're talking about like this random man in the movie theater who was really annoying them, but it, it th- what they're talking about really doesn't matter because this is only being used as a tool to show us that Emily cannot even hear Spencer's name. Like Aria like yeah. barely brings Spencer up and Emily's like, Ugh, how dare you? Say one of our close personal friends' names. Yeah, Emily's really, like, Emily's kind of going off... Well, she's not going off the deep end, but it's very clear that things are getting to her in a more serious way than maybe they have been. And Arya's just like, you've got to let it go. And then we find out, which kills me. This is, like, a little bit later, but I, I just have to point out that, like, Hannah wasn't invited to go see the movie with them because <laughs> she's still speaking to Spencer, but so is Aria. And w- Aria <laughs> defends em- Spencer to Emily. She's like, I you need to let it fucking literally, go. I thought the same thing. And I like, at first I was like, okay, whatever. And then halfway through the episode, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. This is classic. Justice for Hannah. This it is literally, classic. It's completely classic. And so then like, as they're going into Aria's house, we see Mike for the first time in fucking forever and he seems to be throwing a rager which sends Aria into orbit. I'm like, okay, Aria, you are taking yourself way Dude, too seriously. W- it's like, way just, too much. She walks it's like, in I get and it. she's like, ah! She like immediately takes the iPod like out of the speaker so it's, that the music stops. It's like, just take Mike upstairs to chat really quick about like what's going on because you go to school with these people too. That's it, she's acting like she's like home from college. Well, she, first of all, she's acting yes. like she's like fifty, but she's acting like the older sister. Like co- not not you. I just mean like the older sibling coming home from college, and thinking that they have to like be the parent. That's what she's doing. And then we pan over to Emily, and there's a couple like making out on Byron's desk. And Emily's, like, getting up and, like, close to them. And she goes, this is someone's desk. Well, and also, like, I know that they're they're making out. But that's just not even the word I would use. Because this girl is fully, like, legs in the air, on her back, on his desk. And the man is fully on top of her. Like, they are, there's no part of their body that's on the ground. Mm-hmm. They are completely on this desk, like, as if they're not in the middle of a party in the middle of someone's living room and the overhead lighting is on. I'm just like, <laughs> what? how drunk are we and what time is it? 
So the party just gets shut the fuck down after that. And we go see Spencer for a little bit. And she's trying to, so she like took photos of the journal while in a moving vehicle. So they're a bit blurry Mm -hmm. and she's trying to like figure out what it says. So she's, I guess like translating the photos into a document online. And it's like a story that Allison wrote called love and death deep. Um, and she calls Hannah who is reading and eating graham crackers in her bed. And, um, Spencer's like, I'm trying to decipher all of this stuff, but her handwriting is so sloppy. It's like doing Mad Libs in reverse. As she's, you know, talking to Hannah about it, Hannah is basically <laughs> like, okay, well, Spencer, you're doing your own fucking research, but the Patterson <laughs> we should be worrying about is James Patterson, <laughs> the author. And she's like, all we have to do is follow the evidence to figure out what happens. Like, duh. Yeah. yeah, isn't that like <laughs> that's like solving crime 101 is follow the evidence. Spencer says when when Hannah says that she's been reading James Patterson, she's on her third book of the week. And Spencer goes, "I didn't know you knew anybody who was born before 1989. I'm glad we included then, Taylor in that. We picked 1989 yeah. because she knows who Taylor Swift is." Of course, everybody does when they come out of the womb, they are programmed to just know. But then Spencer takes it even <laughs> even a step farther, makes it worse by saying, is Travis reading them to you, Spencer? And so I'm like, again, justice for Hannah. I sound like a broken fucking record. Exactly. And that's when we find out that, yeah, Hannah wasn't invited to the movies because <laughs> because Emily is, quote, pissed at me for not being pissed with you. And it's like, oh, well, Spencer, you better not let her know who's at the movies with her anyway because (laughs) it turns out they just don't fuck with you hannah the way you think they do um and then okay this like i knew this storyline was coming but i just it's really hard it is it's just really hard for me to like get behind it at this point like mona showing up in a red dress to mike's party and being in In aria's bedroom that was wild and 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 her like it's her nonchalance mm-hmm. and it's her attitude that like she deserves to be here just as much as everyone else i agree no bitch you don't i think you i wrote don't it at all i wrote in my notes later that like the gaslighting that's happening to these girls by the entire community is crazy uh, the we entire meet, community the we guidance meet fucking jesse later and jesse's like oh my god look I, you sound He's like, really I will not be discouraging friendships. It's like, well, what if the person they're friends with is like a serial killer? <laughs> it's like, yeah. what if I want to go hang out with Ted Bundy? Are you going to say go for it? Oh, we will get to it because I have thoughts on this whole situation. It's so irritating. But yeah, Mona was invited to this party by Mike because um, and Mona says, Aria, much to your surprise, not everybody um, tuck and rolls when I walk oh into God. a room. You bu- See, this is why I just don't trust you. To do the quotes. Some people don't duck and roll when I walk into the room. That's what she said. And I said, well, they should, Mona. It's not a dramatic response to seeing you. You hit your best friend with a car. Who knows what you'll do to a colleague? That's what you did to a best friend. (laughs) Oh, my god! Who knows what you'll do to an acquaintance? Then we have our our opening credits. And then we go back to the Montgomery Mausoleum. And, oh, my gosh, the prince... Aria is in 
an obnoxiously loud dress. Arya's wardrobe is a little bit out of control. It seems like a cry for help this episode. Uh-huh. Actually, the past couple. Mm-hmm. And honestly, so does Hannah's in just a very different way. Yes. Yeah, especially with some of... It's not her behavior, but... Hannah's on trad wife TikTok. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that's, like, the vibe she's giving me but right now. But she, like, now. doesn't get, like, why it's, like... She, like, just is, like, I know. it's what's on my For You page. It's not, like, weird But that's to her. why we love her. Yeah. She's just, like, well, this is, like, what it is. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mike walks past Arya's room, and Arya's, like, hey, can we talk for a second? Like, about... Mona and we find out that they met in like this support group that this new counselor has put together of basically troubled teens I guess (laughs) I don't know I'm like that's what it that's what I think it has to be but Mike's hair is parted on the side but I'm also like like, okay if I'm the guidance counselor and I and I have another thing to say about him like looking through the records and figuring out which students need support and him picking these ones but like I the caliber of what Mona did versus what Mike has done Oh, I know. so drastically different. If I'm Jesse looking through Mona Vanderwall's file, I'm like, how is she I'm a like, student I'm like, wait, here? how is she in school? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, are we looking out for the four girls she tried to kill over and over and over and over and over and oh, over? Oh, are we looking oh, out not? for them? <laughs> oh, we're not? Cool. Okay. What are we doing um, to support those girls? And Mike is, Mike does this crazy, he, Mike is fully like under Mona's spell at this point because Arya's like, she did a lot of shit to me and like I would, I'm not even saying this because I don't want you to be friends with her because she was mean to me. I'm saying it because I don't think she's safe and I don't want you to be hurt. And well, he's Arya bas- flat out says, go ahead. You know, go because I'm going to say what he says later. So say what you were going to well, say. She, she, she goes, Mona broke up our parents, which I do think is a little like Arya. No, your dad made a very bad choice. Yeah. That so broke up your parents. Um, and Mike calls Arya like extremely judgy mm-hmm. and says to her, is this what you're going to, if you've forgiven dad, why can't you forgive yeah. the messenger? Um, hey, Mike. She's There's not, like a little more going on. She's not just <laughs> mad at Mona because of that. She's mad at Mona yeah. for like a lot. And, and she yeah. also, Mona used that information to blackmail your entire family. And he's like, so, um, he's like, not all of us are so perfect. Like, just because someone made a mistake doesn't mean that they can, like, they can't change. And it's, it's just, does the community not understand? Do they think Mona just, like, cyberbullied them? Does not everybody what understand like, what happened? But and my that other question is, why, why don't the girls just say it? Yeah. But also, they must know, because I don't think just cyberbullying these girls would have landed her in Radley. No, I mean, so they must. Yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah, they do know because think of how the girls found out she was a like she. Yeah, the police found her at the bottom of a fucking cliff. Yeah, on the edge of a ravine. So like, <laughs> I think everyone's aware that there's like a little bit something going on of here. some extra <laughs> stuff happening. Yeah, like it's not like the normal old bullying. Um, Wayne Fields is home. Oh, he's home, and he's been checking out. The GPS in Emily's car, because obviously, you know, we know that something happened to her car. And he tells her that something just probably triggered the anti-theft device and shut it down from a remote location, which is 
the scariest that thing that can happen. Well, in my recap, I was like, this is just, I'm not you buying said, it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm just not buying it. <laughs> it's a nice try, but I'm not that gullible. No, no, no. But the acting in the scene, we have, no offense, Shay Mitchell, but at this time in your career, you know, your acting was what it was. And um, the acting in the scene is tough. We have two of the, like, they're just not the strongest actors in the cast necessarily. And we learn that Emily's kind of like on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And Wayne's like, look, I should have come home so much sooner. That car like ran into the front of the house. <laughs> almost killing you and your ma. He says, hey, ma. where did that come from? <laughs> Wh- hey, Wayne, when I find out that like you're currently on a temporary furlough and you're like, I should have taken it sooner, like when that car came through the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should have. That would have been the perfect time mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And we'll when find a car out- went throttling through <laughs> your bay window. When your and almost killed your wife and daughter. Your wife was in the living room on the phone with you when it happened. Your wife was on the <laughs> couch yeah your wife was literally in the line of fire and some may even say targeted <laughs> emily goes I, 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 i'm just i'm stressed out it's called senior year <laughs> shay mitchell loves right. to do that thing where she goes I, I, I. like before she yes. starts talking she has to like stutter so it seems real and organic hannah Marin also loves to do that he's really pushing for emily to drive to school and Emily like doesn't want to be in the car which makes sense to me mm-hmm. and I've just I'm sorry I've never seen a parent push so hard for their kid to get behind the wheel she's like I want to ride my bike and he's like no you don't need the physical activity <laughs> you do true. not need the exercise you are perfect I was gonna say though after my infamous accidents mom did want me behind the wheel pretty quickly it, not after the first one but after the other two where there was more of an impact because they say it can that's the reason a lot of people like will stop driving yeah but so but that's not what happened to her <laughs> she wasn't in a car accident and she was in something much somebody much more sinister hacked into her car <laughs> and so for me if i also think she's on the verge of a nervous breakdown i guess what a mom and dad always say a car is a vehicle i guess sorry a a vehicle is a weapon (laughs) yeah and mom and dad won't let me leave the house if i have tears in my eyes because they're going to crash the car it's like our parents always say a car is a vehicle a car (laughs) if i know one thing to be true if Mm. i freaking if i actually know one thing to be freaking true oh my god it is that a car is almost always a vehicle (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then we go to rosewood high school maggie's in town and i'm kind of over it she eats later though i'm more than kind of over it i'm like this is the stupidest fucking story ever and at this point i'm sorry ezra you you have no rights like, you said, should actually be like jumping for joy literally, I s- <laughs> especially because if you want to be with Arya so badly this is the thing that did fuck it up so why are you trying so hard to like get it back in your life i also said mentioned that in my recap i was like i guess he's like talking to a lawyer to get some kind of rights but he's not a parent so i just that's why i don't believe that he was talking to a lawyer i still don't believe that was a lawyer i don't remember but this is just like 
giving it's just making my eyes roll out of my head and like agree. She's, she's she needs the key to the apartment back from ezra because like the landlord's withholding her security deposit or something and malcolm isn't here so he can't see malcolm aria walks into the classroom no one ever would have known she was in there if she hadn't <laughs> said oh i'll come back <laughs> oh hey maggie just want to make sure everybody knows i'm here but i will come back because <laughs> what I have to say is so important that he can't miss it. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to say no when he's distracted. Exactly. But like, I'm sorry, Aria, if you think it's awkward and maybe like they don't want you here, then just turn, just turn it around mm-hmm. and lock out the door. It's actually one of my favorite features of life is that if someone doesn't notice you and you don't want to see them, you, you can, can just, just turn around. You don't have to be noticed. It's actually a gift not mm-hmm. to be noticed. Phoebe and I are full-time celebrities, so we know that. <laughs> like, we love, but we do, lo- and you guys, if you ever see us walking down the street, you know, say hey. Feel free to Just say, say, like, hey. Feel free to say, pretty shirt, pretty girl, pretty name. <laughs> hey, yeah, oh, wait, I never even got to tell you that the McDonald's person thought I was really pretty. Oh, my God. That's why I was telling that story. I didn't even lady? get to redeem myself. No, it wasn't. Oh, well, she can sometimes be kind of nasty. Uh, she's been nasty to me before, and she's been nice to me before. Yeah, she's like she's a sour like hot, patch kid. She's like hot and hot. I was it hot and cold. She's like hot and cold. Yes, literally. Um, and Ezra is like back in his sinister bag with Arya when Maggie leaves, and he's like, "She's Ew. like, you ought to show her." And he goes, "Flying off the handle won't get you anywhere. People get what they deserve, eventually. Eventually, and we might as well have a don't don't." Okay, so Heidi Holbrook is back, which I'm excited about because he looks good on my screen. But I'm immediately clocking that he wants to fuck Hannah Marin. A minor, (laughs) a minor, a minor. (laughs) And if we lived in Rosewood, our job would be to stay in Rosewood Times Square (laughs) with bells. And anytime we see an adult (laughs) man flirting with an underage girl, we go put one around his neck and he has to walk around with it on. We go minor, minor. Wait, it's like a minor. I've never seen the film Monty Python, and I honestly have zero interest in seeing it. It seems like one of the most unfunny pieces of film I've ever heard of. No offense wow. if you find it funny. I know people love it, but for me, it's just not it. But well, you've never of, seen it, so you wouldn't of, know. But kind okay. of like in that movie <laughs> where they like say shame over and over again. That's me and Caroline to all the pedophiles in Rosewood. <laughs> That's me and Phoebe standing up, sticking it to all the pedophiles <laughs> of the world. Shame, shame, shame on you. But for real, shame on you. But I also want to say that I thought you were going to say that if we were in Rosewood, our job would be to stay in our fucking houses <laughs> so that no men tried to prey on us. <laughs> and I was like, amen, sister. <laughs> Caroline, we're both of age. Caroline and I fully above the age of 18. I know, but the men in the town are still scary. (laughs) Girl, it's like, we need to stay away from these, like, predators. You know I'm a child bride, (laughs) and who knows who's going to try to pay my dowry. (laughs) Um, So anyway, then Holbrook's, like, for some reason apologizing for his job. I know. But he does say, yeah, he's like, I just gotta take this chance to apologize for my job and he's like sorry it turned innocent people into collateral damage during an investigation i hope you and your mom are, are okay um no they're kind of struggling dude 
because you were kind of unnecessarily horrific to these girls. You and Detective Butterscotch couldn't keep your cool. So you just did a complete 180 because you started that saying he apologized for doing his job and then you went into his apology and you were like and yeah you should be (laughs) fucking apologizing you asshole well i said because at first i was like why is he apologizing for his job and then i'm like oh yeah because you didn't do it well because you literally like but it is inappropriate it's just like though he's one of the say that to her he's one of those (laughs) guys that like this is his way of flirting. This is his like entry point. Yes. Is like I'm gonna immediately portray myself as this good guy. That's what he's yeah. doing. Um, and she Hannah's at the bookstore. I'm so obsessed with Hannah and her reader era. There's something she's precious at the open about it. air bookstore. She is a calling Hoover <laughs> girl. I, I know it. I'm. I just know that in real life that's what she's reading. But you she know, is except that she's not. That if Arya ever like, pa- honestly, Hannah's giving KK. Hannah's get Hannah's Hannah house when she KK. when she's a grandmother. Her house is going to be just filled with like every true crime book that's ever been released. Speaking of I KK, love that for her. I um when I was in Atlanta, I slept in her room. I got to sleep in KK's room while I was there, and it is just oh stacks and stacks. I was basically sleeping in between stacks of books in a library, which was so Aww. cozy and cute. Her room is painted pink. And she has a little banner on it that says love. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Um, That's adorable. Something tells me that if Arya ever passed Hannah in front of this open air bookstore, which we know is kind of Arya's turf. She's like, ah, Hannah, the brew's over here. <laughs> yeah, She's like, wait, Hannah, are you looking for the bar? <laughs> Yeah. Or did you get a have, get a little overserved and stumble down over here? No. <laughs> this is the bookstore. <laughs> these um, are these are actually called books. You can Aria's open like she them can't up. even read. She can't even read. I'll take her home. My God, I'm Sorry, cleaning I, up her messes. I grade her read. English quizzes. I, I literally <laughs> me, when me and Z are at his apartment, I'm grading her quizzes. <laughs> literally, don't tell anyone, but like he trusts me sometimes more than himself. His own mind. Um. And then uh, Arya, or th- oh, then he's like, get this, you won't regret it. And like has her get some book, whatever. So then Hannah goes to see Emily and is basically like, you have to fucking talk to me. I don't care. Um, She's and giving, that's giving Caroline, Caroline Connell. Yeah. The it, fit's not yeah. though. Hannah looks like she is Nicole Kidman and the undoing in this fit right Hannah's now. like, let's go to a side part, but let's go to like a 40-year-old side part. And also let's wear a trench coat buttoned up to the top with like a fluffy scarf. And let's do, let's do knee-length dresses only mm-hmm. with blazer, structured blazers. Um, so Hannah says to Emily and Spencer, the sociopathic mind feeds on patterns. And Emily says, Hannah, please stop reading. <laughs> okay, what happened wanting the best for your friends? Yes. <laughs> and and then she says, this is where I'm like, Emily, you really are under Ali's spell again. Because you're like so, I mean, she goes, every rock you turn over gets picked up and thrown at Allison. Emily. Who cares? She's dead. Who gives a shit? She she actually <laughs> she I know a, she's not dead, but like <laughs> she could be. Uh, if you to guys me, wanted her to, to me right now, she's dead to me. 
Yeah, and Emily, she <laughs> should like be one dead. You were you were pissed at her an episode ago. <laughs> you were pissed at her until you thought she may want to kiss you again, and then you're like, wait, <laughs> wait, I forgot I had you're a like, girlfriend. Where's Paige? Where's Paige? Where's Which, by the way, where is Paige? Where's where's now that, now that she knows Allie's alive again, she's calling her big skin. Does anyone have eyes on pig skin? I have to break up with her. Sorry, I mean Paige. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, Hannah does mention to Emily that she doesn't. She mentions the thing about the sociopathic mind because she doesn't think that A hacked Emily's car, which I think is kind of crazy. Obviously, A Naive. did it. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Emily says the thing about reading. Then Spencer walks up, and Spencer looks like she hasn't slept in a calendar month. Spencer? I'm like, oh, this is before you're <laughs> riddled with amphetamines? Oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. This is before me when, oh me when Spencer Hastings approaches me in the school hallway after having not slept for an entire day. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> um, so th- she's like trying to talk to Emily. Emily slams it, walks away. Then Emily, we go to the Emily courtyard. Slams it. Emily slams it, walks away. <laughs> She does. Mona and Mike are flirting, and Arya sees it and runs <laughs> up to Mona, confronts her, says, "Drop the cougar crap and tell me why you're after a tenth grader." Let's Is it back. the fact that he shares my DNA, or that you have access to my bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> she killed it with that. But let's flash she back does. to two episodes ago, where Arya's trying to comfort Hannah and tell her that it's not weird that she had a thing for her brother who's 10 yeah you know what well you know what no not the same because no i actually loved so much that she was not mad at hannah no i agree i'm just (laughs) why are you trying to pit the girls against each other i'm just saying this being the reason that you're mad at mona is (laughs) is funny you could just be rich you could just be mad at her in general um, I think she's just like worried that like again Mona's trying to infiltrate somehow and yeah, like yeah, yeah. take her down from the inside. I agree. And and Mona says something nuts. She goes, which actually is true, and I didn't really think about this, but like if I'm Mona, I am kind of like, wait, hang on. <laughs> I guess she's I like, agree. She didn't after make a I point. helped Hannah's mom get out of jail, I was burned off like a wart. I'm tired of being yo-yoed, and I'm hanging out with a different crowd now. So suck it up. I'm okay, well, you're never really hanging crowd. out. <laughs> You were never really hanging out with the girls. Like, they all hated you the whole time, Mm -hmm. which you also knew. You were actually, here's the thing. This wasn't really like a tit for tat situation. You were were earning their trust back because, oh, wait. True. You stalked, harassed, and tortured them for two whole years. And the truth is, like, they don't owe you anything. But there's, like, that little part of me that's still, like, wait, she did just, like, yeah do something kind of big but but then it was like what are her motives we don't we can't trust her yes and so then we go to spencer and freaking andrew campbell's back wow and she walks in there to like pick something up and uh he says does she's like oh i'll come back in a second and andrew says wait up killer I said that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I absolutely love that he called her killer. <laughs> I'm I like, like, yeah. In another, li- I, we should make a TikTok that's the in another life song, and it's in another life, and then it's Andrew and Spencer because there's something about them that would have been good to me. It's like it would have been like too powerful though. It's like if Spencer had been w- paired up with Mona on the A team. Yeah. Um, 
There's a physics test today that Spencer has completely forgotten about. My worst nightmare. And she's like, I'm going to wing it. What? My worst nightmare is a physics test, especially one that I've forgotten about. Because, like, what do you do? That's like if you you went to school one day and you thought you were taking Spanish and then you walked into class and, like, you have to be in German and you have a test and you... It's in a completely different language. Yeah, that's how I felt every time I was in a math class. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she's like, I'm just going to wing it. And he's like, you can't. I've been up all night. And he says, sleep is overrated. Because she's like, well, you look so hot. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, sleep is overrated. So she asks him to cover for her. We're what do school. you mean? I don't know. I think it's not like you're covering for like your friend's house. Like, yeah, like you're you're at school. It's like, what is And then come by and give me your physics notes after school. Okay, bye. Clearly, clearly school isn't like super important to Spencer this episode because tomorrow she's going to skip school to go sit in a bar. Um, (laughs) And uh, I'm just, yeah. Anyway, I agree. The cover for me is weird. What's he going to do? Like. When Roll is called, what is his game plan? Oh, Spencer told me she... Oh, uh, she asked me to cover for her. <laughs> She's getting coffee. Like, what <laughs> Yeah, what do you say? She's like, ma- explosive diarrhea. <laughs> like, there's just no getting out of it, Spence. Then we go to Ezra's classroom, and Mona walks into the... This is crazy. Walks into the door, and it goes, Mr. Fitz, you wanted to see me. And Ezra says, yeah, come in. Close the door <laughs> hello and the look that she gives as she goes to close it is like if i'm someone in the hall i'm like wait what the fuck i'm like they're about to do it i'm like wait he's cheating on aria <laughs> he's cheating on the other student he's sleeping <laughs> with yeah so then we go to the brew and hannah's this flipping is, out because what if if holbrook wasn't a million years old this would be like kind of a cute i'd be so into it yeah i, agree. I know so she's worried that the like busser maybe threw her book away and she only has two pages left. It's and so I'm, cute. I she think goes, it's whoa, the whoa, same whoa. day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Where's my book? And then it's underneath his thing. And then Holbrook is right there. And he, of course, has to comment on how impressed he is that she's almost done with the book. I'm wondering, did they have to make Hannah look middle-aged? And then I thought this I loved because, you know, my famous story about when I was in a plane and I said Tanzania and the guy was like, it's actually Tanzania. And I was like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Dude. Yeah. Um, this this is how I wish that had gone because <laughs> she says Fjord or something mm-hmm. like she can't say Fjord. And he doesn't say he kind of giggles, but not in like a rude way. And then she's like, what? How do you say it? And, he and like, he's that, like, no. that's when my heart broke for Hannah, because she's so used to being around her shitty friends, Spencer and Aria, who if she said literally she it's honestly kind of like. When I say a word wrong, I literally knew this was coming. <laughs> I saw this coming from a mile away. Phoebe. <laughs> How funny. You might have not thought it was funny, but my text with Lily today made me laugh so hard. I sent her a picture of the news where we were awaiting (laughs) the results of our president's physical exam just because waiting with bated breath. I kind of thought that was hysteric because the way that it was on the screen, it's like it was like a live stream of just the door of the hospital. Like, waiting when for Lily to come, come out, out or something yeah and i sent it to lily and i was like why is this making me laugh 
and Lily sends back, God, I hope he passes. (laughs) (laughs) Are you? Oh, my God. Are you okay? (laughs) I'm sneezing. You're sneezing? Dude, yeah. I started coughing and then I sneezed. A nightmare. Imagine if you were driving when that happened. No. Anyway, Lily, <laughs> no, <it won't. laughs> Lily says, God, I hope he passes. And I <laughs> thought she meant double go, like, entendre. Like, God, I hope he passes away. And I said, Lily, you cannot put that in writing <laughs> about the president of the United States. And Lily goes, I mean the test. I hope he passes his <laughs> exam. Yeah, I figured that's what she meant as well. I didn't. But then, <laughs> when you brought that to my attention, I was like, "Did we ever get word on that?" <laughs> I, I yeah. Never, wait. So how is Sleepy Joe? <laughs> I never heard. <laughs> and never, then heard, never. Li- Lily, within ten seconds of me sending that into the family group chat, pulled up the GIF of him falling. He, I don't even want to say falling off of his bike because he was actually standing it's two like feet, a tumble. two feet planted on the ground, and then he just kind <laughs> of. Just kind of just kind tipped of like over. Loses his balance, <laughs> as one does um, when they're above a certain age. Um, so anyway. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's just like he's super nice about it. He doesn't say anything. And then he basically is like, she's like, don't spoil it for me, the book. But he says something about how it has to do with the town records. And it well, always we, comes down to teeth, doesn't it? We find out that Hannah reads the endings first. Uh, he's like how do, how do you al- already have only three pages left and she goes I read the ending first and this was cute because he goes wait that defeats the whole purpose of the book and she says no how else am I supposed to know what clues to look for oh, <laughs> she's so cute Um. so yeah and then he's like there's a cool part about the dental records it always comes down to teeth which is a light bulb moment for Hannah I guess then Arya meets yeah. Jesse, the fucking dope counselor. I mean, like, <laughs> are you calling him dope, like, cooler? Like, he's a dope. He's a dope. Okay. He seems concerned to meet her, and she's, like, kind of flirting with him. And it's like, I know you do that <laughs> with some of your teachers, but you don't have to do it with all of them. She's like, wait, and you're she's under the age of 30? About- <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's like, I'm in. I'm so sold on you. Um, She's talking about the last one. She's like, he was old school. His head sweat a lot like a cheese. Whatever that means. That's so mean. That is one of the meanest things I think another human could say about another human. Yeah. So she's basically just like, what's up with the group? Are people hand selected? Like, you know, there's someone in the group I don't want my brother to be friends with. And he's like, let's just say it. Mona, right? And (laughs) she's like, okay, thank God you agree. And he's like, no, I don't. Okay then. Okay, this is crazy. Why? I'm a, he he explains that like I said earlier, he went through the files for the school to like figure out what students would benefit from a support group. And I'm like not one of the girls that were tortured for 2 years of high school <laughs> like flagged your list. attention and like you didn't think maybe yeah. they needed some support. And I like, know, it's very you, weird. You, you maybe maybe you read that they were seeing someone called Dr. Sullivan, but even maybe one Google search would show you that, oh, wait, their their therapist was also run out of town by the very person yeah. in your Tuesday support group. She's literally missing. She's a missing <laughs> person. So, um, 
Yeah, and then she's like, how do I say this without sounding rude? And he's like, why don't you just try? (laughs) Okay, you don't know her that well. And if I'm being defensive of Aria, then something's up. And she goes, Mona's the devil. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, here's where I'm like, Aria, just tell him. Like, just explain it. Because you're just saying that, and he thinks you sound like the mean one, but maybe you needed to be like, oh, well, do you know that she tried to kill me? Like, it's, I don't know how she's actually in school. I feel unsafe. Did you know Say that, those things? Did you know that I had to watch her plow my best friend down with a car? Yeah. And also her best friend. <laughs> and also she like <laughs> put like weird steroids in my friend's ointment and gave her a stomach ulcer. Yeah. <laughs> and put her in the hospital. The number for a of times weeks. that she broke the law in order to hurt us <laughs> and has admitted to all of it. She also, not sure if you heard, just confessed to a murder. So I'm just just you know, you know, she just confessed to killing a police officer. It's but it's concerning. It's almost more concerning because we don't think she did it. So why did she confess? Like, so why did she confess and go back to Radley and like she was like low key excited about it? <laughs> By the way, she also sneaks out of Radley all the time. So like, there's a lot to be concerned about. And he just, I'm like, why don't you just tell him what happened? Because he wants her to join the group. She's like, fuck no. But I'm like, explain why, and then maybe this will be different. And he ends up with saying that he won't discourage a friendship that's bonded on common ground. And it's like, all right, well, there are some friendships that are created on common ground that (laughs) are actually hazardous to the health of the planet. I agree. He also tells Arya that he has to, that she should explore her anger. And she says, I'm not angry. Then we have the most bizarre conversation i think i may have ever seen in the whole show we're in in ezra's room again i guess we're never gonna get clued in to what mona and ezra talked about i know like hello they just just needed 15 seconds to fill um wayne decides to wait okay before this ezra's on his phone and we see that he's sending someone a text that says there's been a setback period re Allison, I hate when this people is crazy. text like this. I hate when people text like it's an email. Enough. Oh, I say re all the time. Okay, you're obsessed with admin. I literally am famously not. <laughs> Have you even listened to me talk? That's just very um, admin vibes. Re, but re it's colon. very interesting that he. I mean, it's like the first. I know we like are aware that he's a, but it's kind of the first time we've seen him like use her name like that mm-hmm. like i don't know it's kind of like eerie and creepy and weird and whatever so then wayne comes in and he's like trying to check in on emily's schoolwork and stuff which i'm like do the parents know about aria like i thought that they did but this is not giving the same energy and he says that he thinks it was a mistake for emily to stay at allison's house you think she's like Jessica's just acting as though her daughter is going to walk through the door again. Which I'm also like, And she had I'm, to sleep in her dead friend's bedroom. And I just think it might have taken a toll. Like, you're just now thinking this? Um, but, okay, so yes, I agree 100%. But I'm like, is this... I, is get, this who we talk to about let's that? Let's get to the point where I where I figure out why you're talking to Z about this. Yeah. Well, well, we do find out because he says you're one of the few teachers she feels connected to. And I'm like, well, that's because... They have a relationship outside of school. <laughs> That's because they're buddies. That's because like when your daughter was trapped in Ravenswood a couple weeks ago, he showed up and gave them a ride home. Yeah, an hour she was in the car for three hours last weekend. <laughs> um, so we just decided to just 
give her a little more time with Ezra. He's going to keep her busy or something. I and then be Wayne needs and he makes a call. If like Wayne was like out of the loop here. But then I remember Ezra did show up on the Marin's doorstep and Ashley didn't find that too strange. So maybe yeah. the parents don't know. Then we have Andrew and this is this is the start of the end for Spencer Crazy. Hastings. Andrew is over at the Hastings castle and they're studying and he's looking around a room and he goes, lots of ribbons. I've never, he was like, I've never been in your room before. Lots of ribbons up here. Are they all for horse riding? And then we see Spencer has morphed her, her starched jeans into fucking pantaloons. They're cuffed <laughs> up to the middle of her calf and she has like little like brown Oxford shoes on with no socks. <laughs> Tough um, look. She Tough also look. just looks disheveled. And um, she asks him how many hours he studied in a row. And he says seven. And he like fully thinks that she wants to hook up with him. When And, and Spencer <laughs> is kind of leaning into it for a second. She like gets up to shut the door and is like. She's like, so. this is my MO. <laughs> this is usually how I get stuff done. And so she's just like, oh, no, no, no. I want your study aid. Oh, my God. The kind with the childproof cap. Just say like, Adderall. Please. Yeah, but also I'm like, I'm sorry. How do you even, like, know what that is? No, you I, know? Did, I did also write that down. I was like, I can't believe we are fully having a storyline on ABC Family about Adderall. I know. But also, Andrew, you didn't, you didn't, like, I'm shocked this wasn't a quid pro quo situation. If I'm being totally honest, you didn't ask for money in return. You yeah, didn't ask yeah. for like. A well, kiss. they're like it's too much if we make it like a drug deal. I guess that's so. It's true. just gonna be a friend helping a friend, <laughs> right? Uh, um, but he has a prescription yeah. for Adderall, and so he's like, I can spare a few. And then at the end, I'm also though I'm getting the vibe she's taken it before because otherwise, how would she like even know to ask for it? We'll, we'll learn that she has. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, but he was like, uh, you know, I I thought you wanted something else. And Spencer's <laughs> like, why? <laughs> then She's Andrew, like, that's insane. <laughs> Andrew says, I thought maybe you were done with that carpenter. Which is like, okay, Andrew, actually, you would be, you would fit right in with the Hastings. Because that was such yes. a classist thing to say. <laughs> yeah. And then that's she, actually so true. Then she gets her pills. Then we go to the fields and again at 6 p.m. Emily is Emily's in dead full, asleep. She's in full <laughs> REM sleep right now. Yeah. <laughs> the window They're on military time. So like right. everyone wakes up at four in the morning. The window is open and there's like dogs barking. So Emily wakes There's a dog barking so naturally Emily goes, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, does Wayne bark typically <laughs> when he enters the house? Dad? <laughs> And I, I'm just like, sometimes I am grateful, but I was just going to say grateful that our rooms were so close together in our childhood home, but I'm also picturing me being asleep and me saying, dad, <laughs> never, he wouldn't hear, no, not only would I never do that, but it's also pointless <laughs> because he wouldn't, he wouldn't answer. Meanwhile, I could whisper from my bed Mom. and she'd be like, <laughs> babe, <laughs> B, <laughs> B, what's wrong? It's like I just exhaled. <laughs> it's like exhaled, and it like kind of sounded like mom. 
Mom's She's like running in place because her feet are moving so fast that it's like Roadrunner. Like there's like a cloud of dirt like accumulating. No, it's like, oh my God, the cleaners are not doing a good job. She like poofs into my room in like a cloud of smoke. And she's like, what? And then it's, and then let's, let's try this again. Let's go back. It's it's me this time. And I go, (laughs) she's like, go back (laughs) to sleep. (laughs) Meanwhile, I texted mom. Are you up reading scary stories again? You fucking weirdo. (laughs) I texted mom last week and I was like, mom, my shoulder kind of hurts. And she's like booking flights to Atlanta. (laughs) She's, she's like, B, call me. She's call like, me. I installed an x-ray machine on your phone. <laughs> call me. I like texted her at like 7 because I woke up and it's like I'm kind of in pain. But then I go back to sleep. She calls me at 7.03 and like wakes me back up in the morning. And then she's like, B, do you want me to tell Julie? Because I, I know oh, you won't. <laughs> I know you won't say. I know you won't ask for Advil. But uh, you oh. really should take. So you really should take. So I'm, I'll tell you gotta Julie. You got to stay ahead of the pain. I'll tell you Julie. stay ahead of the pain. <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah. Let's do a quick. Also, a quick flashback when I was in college and my foot was literally broken in half. Looks like a baseball was coming out of my foot. A man had to carry me, and I let him out of a theater because I couldn't walk. <laughs> and and I like, let him. We got He's like, we got to call your mom. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, not until I have an X-ray. He's like, Caroline, I don't need an X-ray. I'm looking at your foot. It's, there's a there's a big circle coming out of it. I was did like, you, do not call her. Did you know he that? Her. KK also. When she had her dance career in the 80s, when she would go studio to studio teaching jazzercise classes, that she had a foot injury, too. I did know that. Yes. And she goes, it's what it's what ends a ballerina's career. It's what happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) So we are in Emily's room and um, she decides that she's so scared. She picks up these scissors from her desk and someone's like taking a million years to open her bedroom door we didn't even say though like her bedroom window the reason she's scared no i did say her, her window's open when we were talking about the dog barking okay and um someone's like jiggling her doorknob and she's holding the scissors up and then wayne opens the door and she like goes to s- it's a miracle that he caught her hand i wouldn't yeah I, have, I guess he's in the military so i guess that works but he's like what the hell something's really wrong here and then we pan out of her room and we see that there is a handprint outside on her windowsill but i'm like who is ezra like climbing in there like i'm low-key like i feel like they just opened the window so she'd be freaked out and like because I feel like A wants Emily to look crazy right now. And oh, like, that's a good point. You know, so I was like kind of wondering if it was just for that. So Spencer now has, I guess, taken an Adderall and she's transcribing this journal. And we get like a flashback where Spencer reads the lines of the guy that Allie was with. And Allie reads her lines. And she's been taken to this bar, but he won't call them dates like with her and she's upset about that and he doesn't think she's mature like we get that but they're talking about writing on this date um quote date and allison like wrote a story and he's just saying how like as she matures her voice is gonna get so much better all these like weird things 
And then she's like, I don't know why I'm even hanging out with someone who doesn't know how to order. Like, you're eating boysenberry pie with beer. That's disgusting. And then she kisses this person. So we don't know who it is. But we have, like, a <laughs> jump cut to Hannah Marin's bedroom. Spencer had been calling. And Hannah's like, well, sorry, we were sleeping. It's 4 in the morning. Spencer has no idea. And <laughs> Hannah goes, you're lucky my mom finished the box of Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> And then this is very so funny. Jenny Slate. I just think it's when I hear the word bed said this way, it makes me think of Jenny Slate. But Hannah's like, what are you doing up? And she's like, I never went to bed. And we find out that it is four in the morning and Spencer's wide awake. And she Girl, tells I just said that. I know, but you kind of skipped over it. I just wanted to say some of the lines the same way you do. When I get the lines Okay, wrong. well, I said it was four in the morning okay. and all that. She explains to Hannah what the heart and the huntsman is. It's the bar that we read about in the story and that it's by Hollis and that Spencer is going to go after fifth period, which I don't really understand. And she asks Hannah to go with her. And Hannah says that she's going to the dentist. And Spencer's like, well, why can't you just like skip that as if... If I told mom that I was going to, like, skip out on my dentist appointment, that wouldn't fly. She booked it Mm -mm. a year and a half ago, and she's not dealing with that. Anyway, we find out Hannah's doing it because Allie went to the same dentist. So she thinks that if she can somehow find the files with the appointment information, she can see, like who was in the office around that time and who would have been able to get the dental records. Um, and she says it in a way where she's like, duh, Spencer, obviously this is what I'm looking for. Um, I still don't really know how much we can do with that information because we don't really know what the police found, but whatever. Um, and she says, em- like, stop worrying about Emily. Once we find out who A is, all will be forgiven. So then we have Aria in a god-awful outfit approaching Maggie. I don't know if this is what she was wearing earlier, but she's wearing, like, an embellished leather jacket. Oh, no, this is so different. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Okay, a tee with... Oh, yeah, she was wearing, like, a pastel dress before. A sequin tee. She's got a hot pink bag with, like, a million buckles on it. She's got, like, acid wash leggings and then, like, tan booties. It's crazy. It's bizarre. And she wants Maggie to get lost. And she's like, you better get the fuck out of Rosewood. And Maggie says something, that's true, Aria. It's really none of your business. And Aria goes, "Um, well, Mr. Fitz is too much of a gentleman to kick you to the curb, but someone has to. And she's like, you're out of control. It's inappropriate. And Maggie goes, well, that's rich. Coming from someone who maintains her grade point average by sleeping with her teacher. Crazy. And Aria decides to get physical. This was grabs Maggie and she's like holding a big box of stuff and it falls and like a photo of Malcolm breaks. And Aria's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Girl, just run away. Just like get the we're fuck seeing, out of here. We're seeing that maybe Jesse was right. Maybe Aria is dealing with some pent up anger. We go to the high school with Aria and Emily and I did notice in the back of this shot as they're walking up to the school, there's like a 35-year-old bodybuilder extra who they gave a flower backpack to. Um, Just not doing really the job of what an extra should be, which is like inconspicuous in the back. Caught my eye immediately. 
Arya is afraid mm. that Maggie will tell Ezra about like the situation. And Emily's like, don't worry about it. Ezra won't really care anyway, but at least you're not still like seeing him that way. Like you're you're doing this as a friend. Um Which also is inappropriate. She's like, You're acting as his friend. It's like, yeah, that's also a problem. Yeah. They're not friends. Literally. Like they're just not. And so then we find out Emily is co-directing the spring play with Ezra. My, <laughs> how this just took me right back. Um, and Aria like goes outside of the school, looks across the street and we have Mona and Mike fully making out, but it is giving like Rydell high. For some <laughs> reason, Mona's like got her headband, like, and she looks like she's in like a little, yeah, like skater dress. He's got his hair parted. The so- like, I do I'm like, just, is like, the group you're in like a, like, is this like a, Quinn Fabray Finn yeah, situation. Like, what the <laughs> hell? I don't understand. Like, this is ABC Family's favorite thing to do with shows. It's just to, like, when they need you to know that someone's a couple, they're just, like, making out anywhere. Mm-hmm. Which anywhere just, and everywhere. Which just doesn't happen in real life. Then we go to the dentist, and at first I was like, okay, so Sean's mom is also the psychic from every school yeah. dance they've <laughs> ever had. And then I realized it's not actually Sean's mom, but... It is still weird. It's still the psychic. It's, it's, it is the psychic. The psychic <laughs> Hannah is gets like, in there and the psychic's like, I knew you'd be here. <laughs> I can't leave you alone because I know what you're up to. Remember me? <laughs> I love the, honestly, if you were a psychic and also a dental hygienist, that's the perfect situation because then you don't have to ask them like any questions. You can just like tell them their future. And then the person doesn't have to talk, but it's like a twofer. They're like getting their teeth cleaned and also learning their future. I don't I'm just kind of stunned by the fact that you're like it's the perfect combination. <laughs> it's a pretty unique and fun combo. Unique is definitely true. Um Hannah's in a full business suit, of course, <laughs> three piece suit. Um and let's just go through this. So the like dental hygienist has to go get something whatever and when she comes back in, Hannah's gone. Well, the whole time, Hannah had been eyeing the file room. And it literally has, like, a sign on the door that says, file room. file room. Um, and this dental hygienist is not going to look even one bit for her. She comes in, sees Hannah's gone. She's like, uh, I'm done for the day. <laughs> she goes, Sean's mom. She's like, hey, I'm outie. Hey, Hannah did. Hannah that. left. I'm going to call her to reschedule. She's gone. Let's go home. Hannah comes back out, though, because she didn't hear hear that happen, I guess. How big is this file room? It literally, she chopped yeah. it, Mrs. Ackard, on literally an intercom. She, like, it was... And she was screaming at the top mm-hmm. of her lungs. And it's the one volume that she has, this actress. And Hannah comes out and, like, just sits on the chair. Like, she's she doesn't think much time has passed. And someone comes in and, like, a lab coat from immediately can tell it's a man behind hannah and she's like hey mrs acker like so good to see you and they immediately put her fully under which this is crazy oh my god i'm just like the thing of (laughs) nightmares i mean it's literally like might as well be like a chloroform cloth you know it's just like laughing gas and she's out and then they pull out like a novocaine shot and open her mouth. Oh my and it's like, god. Okay, she's already under. Yes, things are yeah, she's not gonna know, dude. Well, it's like, are we trying to have a little humanity? Too little, too late. You fucking <laughs> she's loser. She's under. And yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we'll stop there and then we'll get back to that later. But, um, we go to the Spencer, the Huntsman, this bar and Spencer walks in once again. It looks like she has been awake for now two calendar months. The bags (laughs) under this girl's eyes. It's crazy. So she walks, she sees Ezra and Ezra's like, Spencer, it's fifth period. Like, neither of us should be here. Should be the vibe. Yeah, and I certainly shouldn't be drinking a beer. Exactly. And um, he's like, have you been here? Like, I didn't expect you to really... I didn't really expect to see you in this setting. And she sees that Ezra is eating pie. And she says, what is that? Like, what are you eating? And he says, boysenberry or something. It was a recommendation from the waitress. And I'm like, Ezra, how do you know him? I mean, I guess you've read the diary. So maybe you like immediately want to cover You like catch yourself and want to cover your tracks. But I just, I would have, I would have missed it. I would have completely screwed this up and revealed myself in this moment. So, um, then we go to the brew. Aria is like calling to leave a message for Ezra to tell him about the thing with Maggie and Jesse, the guidance counselor, is there, of course. So then when Arya is getting ready to leave the brew, Jesse's like, hey, are you going to join the group? Uh, and she's no, like, dude. No, no. And don't approach me outside of school. Um, and she just basically tells him, like, I really don't want to lose my brother. And I'm scared of that, whatever. And so that's kind of it. Um, but Spencer, so like Ezra has left the bar and Spencer sits at his table and the waitress comes over and puts a beer down and she's like, well, he already paid for it. Um, so like just if anyone asks, I checked your ID, whatever, like think she's doing her solid, which she totally is. Mm-hmm. And he ordered exactly what was in the journal, the beer and the boysenberry pie, which is crazy. And we and see so that then the, the beer is called Board Shorts Ale. So and that's we get uh, one of our, Phoebe and our, our favorite uh, cinematic moments. It like does the like super quick zoom in <laughs> on the yes. Board Shorts Ale, yes. which it is like, God, we've had a lot of build up to get to this moment. Yes. So I'm glad it And this is off. where like when, when we inevitably one day have Marlene King on the show, I want to be like, did you know from the beginning that board shorts was going to be him? Or did you I know that's what I want to know have too. different? Like, did you think it might be Wilden at some point? Like, when did you decide it was Ezra? That's what I want to know. I know. I have so many questions like in that realm. Uh, yeah. And so then Spencer goes back through that scene and imagines Ezra as board shorts. Um, and then Sasha, Sasha Peterson, who is as I'm okay, not even this, 18, I was like fully makes I was out like, with surely, Ian surely we'll cut yeah surely we cut surely yes we cut. that's crazy yes, I guess she's already I kissed kept being Shane like, Mitchell but I'm like or it's gonna be like they're just gonna show the back of the head so it could be someone else but no they come around to the side I'm like oh my god yeah or like Little even much. like if it was a peck like it, they, they were like Kissing. They're like kissing. Ugh. They're like Aria and Ezra kissing. Ew. Then so Emily is school. in the copy room. Emily is in the copy room at school after hours. And someone is in the school, I guess, who shouldn't be. There are zero lights on. Hey, I know the same thing. Turn the lights on. But like, also, like, and also, there's no way you're allowed to be here unsupervised. There's no way. the lights are off. When you drive past 
Mount Lebanon High School at two in the morning, there are at least some lights on in the school. Yeah. In this school, not one light is on. And then suddenly, oh my God, the way that this occupied my brain, so scary. On the intercom, heavy metal music starts to blare all over the school. And then the ticker that would like normally probably have like school news. It's uh, <laughs> well, I guess. Okay. So Emily like decides, Emily decides to call her dad when the like music starts to play. Cause she's really freaked out obviously. And then the ticker says, act normal, bitch. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> I think the Freeform just posted a couple TikToks that were like moments in Pretty Little Liars history that like changed my brain chemistry or something. And this was one of them. Where oh my Emily, God, like, really? Emily like turns around and it's the ticker saying, act normal, act bitch. Normal, with bitch. the heavy metal music playing in the back. I, it really is crazy and i feel like i need a shirt that says that because it's also like what i'm telling myself every single moment of every single day abnormal bitch me gassing myself up to like go grocery shopping to like go order to do literally anything (laughs) Uh uh-huh um and so then emily's like locked in mr fitz's room and she's trying to get the window open so she can get out of the school she's since run upstairs into some other like little closet and it's important because Fitz's room is on the first floor. This is like mm. higher up. So she's trying mm. to open the window. And at this point, Wayne's on his way. But she puts a bunch of stuff over the door. Not enough stuff, in my opinion. If you don't no. think, if the door opens in and you're like, I just feel like you didn't well, really. Well, I mean, a- it definitely wouldn't be enough if the door opens out. <laughs> <laughs> Is she crazy? Well, unless the door is literally made of full (laughs) logs, full log trees, then um, then I think it's probably gonna stay put, or at least at least slow them down. Right, right, right. Um, So, so her dad pulls up as A's like trying to get into the room, and the doors are locked, so Wayne can't get in. So she breaks a window and starts like this is traumatic. Starts screaming for her dad. So a spider course, Wayne Wayne scales the building. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm not. Oh I'm, I'm not. Our dad is very strong. Our dad is a very strong man. Our dad is man. like stop crying, stop being dramatic, <laughs> and just jump. Oh, you're frozen. So now it's like, did I just... No, I was laughing, though. Piss someone in the family <laughs> off, and it wasn't funny or what? And that did make me laugh. Hello? Hello? Ah. This is torture. <laughs> We're so close. Guys, this is torture. Can you hear me? Could you hear me? I was talking back to you. I could hear you. Now I see you. Now I don't. Like, hello? <laughs> Dad, imagine if we asked Dad to scale the building. To pick us up at school? <laughs> Do you think Dad ever picked us up from school? Yeah, a couple times. Maybe. He took me to school a lot. Yeah, and he'd scream out the window, B! I love you, Goo! <laughs> Goose! 
And then I'd go. Yes, I love you. He'd drop us off and he'd see us like walking like near someone we knew in elementary school. It's like one of the five names that he remembered from oh our childhood. God. And then yeah. at, and then at dinner that night he'd say, B, why don't you ever talk to those people? You know, oh when you, my God. When it's you, like, well, hey, Dad, you dropped me off at Smoker's Corner. Um, <laughs> those kids are all like fully <laughs> addicted to cigarettes. It's and also like, Dad. Drinking 40s before class. So, <laughs> so we're it, kind of on different paths. Do we think that they still call it Smoker's Corner? Those you kids? can't smoke there now. I, I know, but like you couldn't really either when I went to school there. But do you think that the lore is rubbed off? Like they, they don't call it that no, anymore? No, I'm sure. I bet it's still called Smoker's Corner. Do you remember the lore when you would find the Urban Dictionary entry for mount lebanon students and it would be oh my like, god yes be like uggs black north face like, yeah <laughs> and i was like mom the bubble mom my north face is not black <laughs> i have to wear dads to school <laughs> You're like i don't fit the deaf okay i don't fit it um, um so anyway <laughs> yeah okay Wayne so emily gets out, out. But we do, the black hood does look out the window, but Which unfortunately I don't think either kind of risky. Emily nor Wayne sees it. So, I, I um, do, I do wonder, Emily, did you need your, did you need your dad to scale the building if you were just going to crawl out of the building? She couldn't get out. She couldn't open the window. How did she end up getting out of the window? Did he, he had to open the window. Oh, that's so strange. She couldn't open it. That's, she needed help. Um, But then... Wayne passes out and an ambulance has to come. We find out that the reason he's on this temporary furlough is because he isn't well. It's he's not, got it's like not something. because of the car. It's that not even because he's worried house. about his family. <laughs> There's something up with his heart mm. and it's stress. So it's not even his family. It's like, dude, if you were stressed when this crazy shit, imagine how your wife feels. Do, if you, think you're stressed. He, do you think he has the <laughs> Kat Cohen, Haley Bieber heart? heart disease i don't know but do you think that he sent emily a photo of uh a soldier being taken off the battlefield after the when, car went when, through their window and said this is real stress when she when she got her stomach <laughs> ulcer she's like dad yeah. i'm in so much pain when she was drugged he's, yeah he's like yeah. this is real pain it's someone with like a <laughs> bloody leg missing <laughs> Yeah. It's like a video yeah. that Wayne took on the battlefield. He's like, this For is real. real. This is Owen Hunt shit. It's going to be Owen when True. he, when he, when True. his kids grow up. True. So Hannah wakes up and there's blood on her mouth. Oh my and God. And the files that she took are not in her purse. Oh my God. Help me. Um, Dude. So we blood, get all the, the girls I together. Can. I know that was a little much. I was like, oh my God. Um, Aria called Spencer. Spencer and Emily reconcile. Hannah comes in. She's in a blue camo knee-length dress with a blue blazer and a black belt. It's horrible. And she tells the girls she thinks A treated her. Which, like, that word used just, like, makes me want to die. I think A treated me. The same person who hunted me. Or, and then Emily's like, wait, the same person who hunted me down is the person who operated on Hannah. Mm-hmm. Or he goes, who is this monster? <laughs> and Spencer, like, looks at her because Spencer fully thinks yeah. this monster is as fucking fits. Is Z. Then monster Hannah's Z. Like, Hannah's like, um, I feel like I've been sho- chewing on a sewing kit for the last hour. Can someone please look in my mouth? And so Spencer 
looks in. Thank God Byron has a magnifying glass. She goes to grab it from the desk. Of course. And they look in. This is nightmarish. This is, I mean, who the fuck thought this up? They need to be on a watch list. Well, at first I did think it was like another person's tooth. Like I was like, (laughs) oh my God, did A put like part of one of like Sarah Harvey's teeth in Hannah's mouth? Like, because I am like, I am like, wait, was it that hard to get that on? Okay, and so now Caroline's got to be on a watch list because, (laughs) you know, I'm just like, was it that hard to put that note in there? I think <laughs> we need the Novocaine. I think it's in the. Ca- I think it was in her cavity. Oh my god! <gasps> yeah, I think that's what they did. Oh my god! Because she was getting oh god, a filling, so I think they put it in there. Okay, I. Th- I don't think I realized she actually had a cavity. Yeah. Well, that's why she. That's why Mrs. Ackard Damn. had to operate. Or doctor. That's sorry, doctor Ackard. Doctor Ackard. Pretty t- Hannah. It's, did you? Here's a, here's how <laughs> Hannah got this cavity. She was too busy reading James Patterson at four in the morning with her box of graham crackers that she fell asleep without brushing her teeth. Hannah, did you eat six piggy cupcakes outside of that place <laughs> again? And, and you've never brushed your teeth since. <laughs> <laughs> you never. Br- you did it two times now, and you never brush your teeth since. <laughs> Anyway, so Spencer She's like, I liked how it tasted. <laughs> it lingered. Spencer uh pulls out a a tiny tiny piece of paper from Hannah's tooth and we unfurl it and we see with the magnifying glass that it says, I told you, dead girls can't smile. Stop looking. A. And that's where I'm <laughs> like, okay, wait. Did Ezra recruit Mona? And then have oh Mona do this because this this is hearkening back to one of our first A messages, right? When a- we got the bracelet, the bracelet with the teeth. Oh my god, I forgot about the fucking when, bracelet. When teeth. Emily like throws it on the, she like, oh my god, <laughs> she's like in the middle of class, <laughs> and Ella's like, Emily, what? <laughs> she like gets mad at her in <laughs> class. Oh my god, wait, now I remember because that's probably when I told the story about when I punched Caitlin's tooth out of her mouth in in dance class. That's not ringing any, that's not ringing any bells (laughs) for me. Oh, it was one of our first days at PMT and we were dancing to Trash in the Camp from Tarzan. We were having the best time and we entered with like our hands on each other's shoulders and we're like, we're like monkeys, whatever. And so, like, as I'm going to put my hand on her shoulder, I fucking punch her in the <laughs> face. <laughs> and her tooth flies out. And Caroline. then we spent the rest of the class looking for it. Everyone was looking for it. We never found the tooth. Was it an adult tooth? No, no. How old were you? We were, were in, like, fifth grade or oh, sixth grade. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I had baby teeth till eighth grade. So it literally... <laughs> For me, it could have been I was in college. That's, like, Car- that's Caroline's merch, actually. I had baby teeth until I was a senior in college. That's my lore. <laughs> baby tooth queen. Oh, my God. Wait, we didn't even tell everyone how I, I played the tooth fairy for mom. That was oh my cute God. of me. It, mom loved it. I know. I Guys, mom had to, like, have dental work done, and she had to, like, get a wisdom tooth taken out so i wrote a little note from the tooth fairy and i wrote like i'll let you keep your tooth but don't try to con me because you know phoebe famously tried to con the tooth fairy <laughs> two nights in a row um I think, didn't, and, I, didn't i write in my apology or in the letter to where i said i promise i'm not trying like, I to swear con i you. am not trying to con you 
I am not trying to con you. Man. That and then she had to write an apology note the next time. She's like, Connie okay, her. I'm sorry that I conned you. <laughs> sorry that I freaking conned you. I love the idea that I was like, sorry that I conned you. I did it. I failed. A con has to work. <laughs> sorry i'm a legendary con yeah. artist and i sort of conned the heck out of you the tooth fairy's like no you didn't the tooth like, Don't, do not insult me like that <laughs> tf is over there like okay <laughs> oh my gosh me using anyway. the word me using the word con is so zach and cody coded <laughs> It's so funny that you literally lost a tooth, got, like asked the tooth fairy if you could keep it, and was like, "I." You had foresight here. You're like, "I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm looking ahead. I I'm looking at long term ROI. What's my return honestly, on investment on t- ripping this tooth honestly, out of my mouth?" Kind of genius. Kind of, kind of genius. Kind of genius if the tooth fairy is real, <laughs> but if it is your mom, if it's your mom. And you're trying to con the tooth fairy and you don't let your mom know about it, you might not get the results you want. <laughs> so as if any of you are planning and on trying. And I still don't think that that like clued me in. <laughs> I still think I was <laughs> like, fuck, the tooth fairy and Santa are in fucking cahoots. And he told her. And now I'm on the naughty list. Yeah. Well, I not, mean, Phoebe. Not only am I not getting a dollar under my pillow, but I'm getting coal in my stocking. Speaking of, I put 10 big ones under mom's pillow. That's all I had. But uh, <laughs> tooth fairy, it's inflation. A, me, us, us when we have kids and we put on, we put a $100 bill under their pillow. <laughs> it's all I have. It's, like all, it's I, all I had. It's, it's just too much work to go to the bank. It's just all I had on Wait, me. And I didn't want to like, go ask someone to break it. My and favorite. Like, I can't. It's very Camille coded. The way that Camille. First of all, in her season one promo, this is how she looked. This is her like. Her thing in the theme. This is what she does. She goes. Wait, do you know the dad was like in love with her? Wait, I'm about to blow your mind. Which she apparently was on she- the show? No, no, no. She used to be like a dancer. And I was talking to mom about, I was like, oh my God, Kelsey Grammer's the worst. Like Camille sucks. And mom's like, you know, like Camille, like dad had like a poster of Camille in his room when he was like a teenager. That's crazy <laughs> i know he like she she was like a major like heartthrob i oh, guess like my dancer God. well this is she she still thinks that she has that in her heart because oh, this I is know her she in does. the season one promo she's delusional i know <laughs> she is actually delusional. anytime she like tells something she says me she thinks it's funny she's talking about kyle here and she goes um well i just i just think her uh she, she's got a big bark but uh her her bark's a lot bigger than her bite. <laughs> she just like can't deliver if you <laughs> she, paid her a million and she, dollars. And then after she says it, it's like when someone who's like not super cool like says something mean to like seem cool, and she like does that breathless laugh after she's like, <laughs> she's like looking around. I know. <laughs> she's such an. She's like so obviously like Uncool. a really weird girl who just like happened to be hot. Yeah, and it's like there are too many of those. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so anyway. We gotta stop. <laughs> we gotta, like, cool it with that. Um, okay. Then we get our time. We're shredding dental appointment records, and I did pause on it to see if maybe there was an Easter egg. The only thing I noticed is that there is a Kavanaugh on the list. It's a C Kavanaugh, um, mm. which I've seen the show eight trillion times, and I 
it's not ringing a bell for me but anyway we're using the paper that's shredded um for pippy the bird long time no see pippy is singing pippy's song hey board shorts miss me did you say pippy tippy oh i was i thought you said pippy and i was like did i have i been calling this bird tippy and it's pippy i may have said pippy you might have said tippy and i just didn't hear you well, I just and well, guys will never know. Guys will never know. Um, all right, I'm gonna read the synopsis for next week. I love the title, "Hot for Teacher." Hot Rock. for Teacher. Rock and uh, roll. Season four, episode eighteen. Okay, this. Let me tell you, I'm hooked on this synopsis. Prescription medicine and sleepless nights affect Spencer's behavior as she attempts to prove her theory before telling the others. And Emily hopes to make amends with Allison. Yeah, I'm sure you fucking do. The first part of that sounds like when you would show up to health and you'd watch one of those like 15 minute videos about like like, horror commercials about marijuana yeah or even like when it would be like a little skit it would be like a literal little tv show about like tommy's got a really booked week in class and he also needs time to go to soccer practice well like he's gonna like okay i was never warned about adderall like i literally don't i don't think i even knew what it was until i was in college I don't know when I first like, heard about it. It was just like I don't know that I really learned about it in health class, but I just mean it it kind of has that vibe of like they're going to paint the picture of the perfect student and be like but what'll be the straw that breaks this camel's back and it's going to be marijuana. Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he lives in Mount Lebanon. Crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like something insane. Well, but I also love there was a, and I'll never forget it. There was this one commercial that they like showed people and these were like on television and it was like this girl whose parents are going out of town and she was going to a party at her friend's house and um we see like a her mom's like there's not gonna be any weed is there and she's like no mom of course not and then it's <laughs> like she's taking a shower and she's getting ready for the party and then she looks down and the water starts turning red like blood and she like turns around and looks in the corner and it's her all like balled up with scabs all over her body like bleeding like she's got like sores and she's like don't go to the party <laughs> and it's like wait but we only were talking about weed right <laughs> like, like, like that was the concern i don't we, think what you I guys guess are this doing is like this is telling a really dark story <laughs> that like not only does she try weed for the first time but then it ultimately turns into like crystal meth like something Jesus like that like Christ. i don't know it, but it was like these commercials were just I think they, I mean, they were, they had good intentions, but I don't know because it's like, I feel like I, I learned so much about marijuana, but like not really much about anything else. Yeah, you know, dude. they always used to talk about pill parties or like farm parties or something like that. And it was like everyone would bring like pills from their house and put them in a bowl and then everyone would just like take them. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I never in my life that that never even like came up like I've never heard of that like half the stuff they're talking about is like okay again that I've I never would know that existed unless you told me mm-hmm. 
And now and I know now I'm dying to know. Now I know that there are kids in here that are like texting their friends in class, like, hey. like let's have a farm party. <laughs> but I'm like, what? That who would do that's just like not even I don't know. It's weird to me. It's weird to me. Caroline, if you're doing that, Caroline is so different. Caroline is so different. I'm different. <laughs> I'm different. I'm just not into that kind of partying. Caroline, <laughs> Caroline, I'm just not into that. It's not, not right I'm into the me. kind of partying where you like have a mocktail and like, and yeah, a couple ibuprofen and like get in bed at 9 p.m. on a Friday. I'm into that kind of partying. So not a party. <laughs> Car- <laughs> Caroline that? is in. I think party is subjective. <laughs> The word party subjective. Um. Anyway, so okay, that's the synopsis, guys. Can you freaking believe next week is the one hundredth episode of the Pretty Little Podcast? That's so crazy. It feels like such a big milestone to me. I don't know about you. It does. We should get like a I know cake. we've already done. I know. I'm like, I wish you were here because we could like go to a nice dinner or something to celebrate. Because I really do want to celebrate it. Because I'm like, I mean. A hundred episodes is really a lot. And that means we've been doing this for almost two entire years, which like we know, but still that's, that's huge. And we're both very busy. And so I'm just, I'm proud of us. So um, good job. Good job. On the podcast. <laughs> um, anyway. Nice. And this is where we announce we will not be finishing the show <laughs> and we are suspending <laughs> the podcast. So yeah, no, actually, guys, no, so yeah, no, actually, we're kidding. We're kidding. We're kidding. This, don't is, hang up, this don't hang up. is the penultimate episode. No, no, stop it now. Stop it now. Cause what do they believe you? Um, they, they know better. Our two year anniversary is coming up in April and I've been saying we're going to do something fun and I still mean that. Um, next week, along with our 100th episode, we are also going to be releasing our Girl Talk episode on the Patreon. This will be available to all members of any tier. Um, you guys loved the Girl Talk episode last time, so we thought for International Women's Day... Um, it would be the perfect time to do another one. So please send us anything you want us to chat about. I will like ask for questions and stuff, but if there's anything you're dying to hear us talk about or anything you want to share or need advice on anything like that, let us know, message us. Um, please, please, please follow us on social media, like our stuff, rate our podcast, review it on Apple podcasts, especially it makes a huge difference. It really, really helps us when you guys do that. Um, and thank you guys for just being such great, like such a great little community of listeners. It's so cool to hear from you and like, you know, see your Instagram handles a lot. And I feel like we're friends. So thanks for uh, listening and being here and, and all that. I'm getting an emo a little bit coming up on two years. I just think it's cool. Thank you guys for everything. Phoebe's like, yeah, fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> She's okay. like, I don't need you. What? I literally don't need any of you to get where yeah, I am. I don't. I was offered a medium-sized shirt, and I went to Mellow Mushroom. <laughs> it was called. It told that I have a pretty name. And they a also face, said, and, and they also don't forget, they said you can go down. So <laughs> yes. yeah, I think I'm a little Thank above you. the yes, podcast yes, at this point. Yes, yes. And anyway, let it be known. I can spot. talk about my body, how I want to talk about it. <laughs> And if you try to talk about my body, I will tar uh, and feather you in the town square. And then myself. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll be next to each other in Rosa Times Square, except for I'm going to be in a private room tar and feather because I don't want anyone looking at my body <laughs> without my permission. <laughs> so anyway, guys, we will see you next week. We love you so much. And, and splat.
splat. God, the hardest episode there ever was to record.